0: What the f- happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, let's roll. The
1: morning after has begun. I'm David Morenci, Midtown Manhattan, Studio 34. Joe Ranieri is in Miami, Florida. The countdown to the Kentucky Derby is on. There's now more confusion because of the original favorite uh, is out. Omaha Beach is a scratch. Uh, The uh, bizarro world NBA playoffs uh, continue in which star players get shut down, uh, yet their teams win on the road nevertheless. So, in other words, you can just basically, I don't know, throw out anything that we've learned uh, about anything that we know about the NBA or betting on playoff games. And the NHL has pretty much been uh, roulette, too. And, you know, Joe, I know you're a gambling man. And, you know, betting on these playoff games – it's like it's like roulette, you know. And you ever stood like really close to the wheel, and you're desperate, which I've done many times. So I'm sort of standing there, and I'm watching the ball, and you know the ball lands. It's like black ten, whatever. You're like, yeah. And then it always just sort of pops out somehow. You know, it just mm. sort of jumps. That's mm. like these playoff games. You think mm. the you think the ball is settled in. Like I swear to God, dude. Like some of these nights, it's, it's like there's some sort of like. uh like there's an invisible man blocking shots at the basket, how the ball just won't go in for some teams.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me start uh, by saying kiss my ass Islanders. That's first and foremost. Uh, but, yes, usually what I happens had there. Too. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I would say. They're so uh, close,
1: yes. but they just, they're like. Yeah,
2: yeah. And It's must like they nearly situation.
1: score, and then on the other end, they get scored on. It's just, It's not meant goals. to be.
2: No, it's exactly, you know, and that's, that's the thing. Like, cause the ball usually bounces out of, you know, black 10, right into like double zero or something along those lines. I is love
1: betting on zero and that double zero. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: telling you,
1: no one likes to do it because it's not their birthday. Or it's not like, casino. I'm telling you, dude, yeah. you may, next time you're in a casino, think of me, just stand yeah. there and watch. And you're going to see house zero double mm-hmm. zero. You're going to go, son of a bitch. He's right. Yeah. I'm telling okay. you, it comes up a lot.
2: Yes, it does. And and it usually comes up right into the house's pocket. You guys don't realize how much that extra number makes the house.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I, I, dude, it's a great memories. So it that I, I used to be my thing. Yep. I used to just figure, and I'd be like the only one. It'd be like me and some Chinese
2: lady. Yeah. You know what, what like I mean? That's like You're me putting playing stacks the don't pass line on the craps table. Nobody likes me either.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the craps freaks me out. We'll get into that, <laughs>
4: Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Eventually, it's going to happen. You'll turn the key and your engine won't start. Don't lose your ability to get around. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for a super start battery. Whether it's a reliable economy, hardworking premium, or powerful extreme, you'll find it at an everyday low price. Don't let a dead battery slow you down. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, oh, oh,
5: O'Reilly. Auto Parts.
8: More than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits.
5: I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. my weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. So I'm going to take it forever.
9: That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say.
5: When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible
9: 888 400 0435. 888 400
5: 0435. Andro400.com.
1: All right, let's do this thing. Morning after Fantasy Sports Radio, Television Network, Sports Byline Affiliates, American Forces Radio Network, iHeart. And uh, everything else, we appreciate you joining us. I'm Arenci in New York. Joe Raneri is in Miami, Florida. Talk a little uh, Kentucky Derby uh, today. NBA playoffs. We have the NHL uh, playoffs resuming uh, this evening. We talked uh, yesterday about uh, Brad Marchand and uh, whether he would be uh, suspended uh, or not. And no suspension. Uh, no suspension uh, for the uh, the Boston uh, Bruins. A uh, big game uh, tonight uh, for, uh, for Columbus. As, um, you know, Columbus have shown a great killer instinct, as we saw against Tampa uh, earlier uh, this year. They've been great at home. I expect uh, Columbus to win again uh, this evening. It'll be tough to close them out in Boston after the fact. But, you know, Boston aren't getting a lot of production uh, right now offensively. And Bobrowski, I'll give credit. I've always questioned Russian goalies. Um, when it comes to uh, when it comes to playoff hockey, there's just you know, I guess you can say, well, wow, there hasn't been a million Russian goalies over the years, but there's not a big track record of Russian goalies winning Stanley Cups. I think Javi Boulin's the only one, and there's been quite a few goalies that from Russia that have played in the playoffs. Just one of these weird quirks, like quarterback from USC has never won the Super Bowl uh, before. But Joe, yesterday, and I you know I heard you uh, you you were talking about this yesterday uh, with Dane. About, um, you know, when it comes to gambling, the game's not over until the game's over. (laughs) And when it comes to being a better, the day's not over until the day's over, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you can lose the first couple of games and end up having a good day. You can win the first couple of, you know. And I have a, for some reason, like, I lose my first bet of the night more often than not. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like the college football. I'll lose that 12 o'clock game. (laughs) Like. I'll it. go into the three thirty slate. Oh, yeah, I'm one and two. I gotta mm-hmm. I gotta yeah, you know, gotta get this. And I'll get it going. And I'm very I'm a good West Coast better. I'm a good late night. I just sort of do as the day goes on and I'll close strong. Yesterday I go to the book and play Barcelona, a little soccer action. Mm. Barcelona, I figure Messi against Liverpool, love it. I even bet the future, so it wasn't all bad. I got a future ticket uh, at home now. Good play. Yep, yeah, good yeah. play. So <laughs> I get the game yesterday, boom. Uh, put a hundred bucks down on Barcelona minus 120. Winner.
2: Three yeah. nothing.
1: I put 50 bucks on uh, over two and a half. Late, boom. Brilliant goal for Messi that the world's talking about. Winner. And I'm up 150 bucks. I also put 150 bucks on Barcelona to advance. So now I'm up three nothing, and they play again next Tuesday. Um, so boom. I'm like, man. I basically just won 300 bucks this afternoon. And I'm like, and we're not even in, like, this is just the afternoon. I'm like, we're not even into the hockey or the basketball tonight. And I love this nugget game to go over tonight. You're screwed. Yeah, so, of course, I think, oh, I'm I'm up 300 (laughs) bucks. And then, boom, then the Islanders lose. Boom, then the Islander game goes over the number. Boom. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching Denver play, and I realize that, The ball's not going in, Joe. Like, yeah, dude. like they literally missed. I don't know how much you saw of it. Uh, I know you got to get up real early. There was a there was a stretch, bro. Like the Nuggets missed 10 straight three point shots. They were like five for 27 or something. Like I got money on the over and it was just so deflating, bro. I was just thinking back. It was just like eight hours ago that I was like, Mm -hmm. what a day this is going to be today.
2: And instead, I'm like, this sucks. Yep. You you come to you come to look at that too because you're so used to losing like almost as if you make the bet purposely at 12 o'clock be like all right let's lose this game because then I can it out of the get way. the rest of it let's get it out of the way because if crap goes for me good in the 12 o'clock I am guys I am screwed later on at night man and that's pretty much way way too many things going in your favor early on yesterday Gabe the writing was on the wall brother what about the
1: uh, and look at look at Denver. I was smart enough to stay away from Denver, and even though I like Denver in the series a lot, I was yeah. like, God, ah, there's something weird about this game. It's only four points. It was like they were trying to like reel us in to bet on Denver. So I was like, eh, yeah. I'm gonna stay away uh, from yeah. Denver. But then I even got burnt betting the in game over. So I was like, God, yeah. oh, it's got to pick up. It's yeah. got to pick up, and it, it freaking did it. It's just, yeah. it, you know, it was almost a carbon copy of the Raptors in game two. In which, in game one, everything went in for them. The crowd's into it. Everything's going great. Game two, road team gets real desperate, plays better basketball. And listen, Portland are not a very good defensive team, but I got to give them credit last night. Like, man, they were clogging the lanes. They they were stretching their arms out. They're like angels. Like, like there was there was nowhere to pass. Denver were just rattled from the the get go, but. Hey, that's why, you know, it's not it's not the national championship, Joe, where it's one game. It's a series, right? But yep. me and Cam have been talking about this a lot, and this is why I haven't bet the Raptors yet today, but I bet them yesterday to win the series, in which the playoffs, bro, can be a killer for your, your stress levels and your bankroll. And living and dying by each game can be pretty hazardous, dude, for both. As yep. opposed to just sort of, all right, like, like, you know, like, if you like a team to win the series, you're like, well, I don't really want to, you know, lay 200, or I don't want to lay 180 and wait 10 days or two weeks. Mm-hmm. All right, you don't want to do that? Or would you rather, like, lose 500 bucks on three of the games?
9: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Like, yep. like look, I love the Raptors against the Orlando Magic. I lost, like, 575 bucks or something on game one. Right. I couldn't really – I was chasing the whole time after in the series. You know, I could have just smashed it on, on the series. I could, there's different ways to approach it. So, uh, instead of, like, living and dying, like, oh, God, the Raptors lost tonight. Oh, they lost on Sunday, and I just lost another 300 bucks or whatever on a game. I just decided to play the series. And I think it's better this way. And this way, Joe, we don't go with the, you know, the ups and downs and the roller coaster of, mm. oh, this team's great, this team sucks. This team's great, this team sucks. Your mm. bet's in, you kick back, and you let the series
2: play out. Looks like my blood pressure monitor right there. It's up, it's down, it's up, it's down, and that's what happens when you're uh, when you end up chasing because it doesn't go your way early on. You're like, all right, we'll get them next time. And uh, you're right. There's better ways to approach it because in this day and age. Uh, like you said, in the end, whatever's up sometimes is down. Left is right. You know, just when you think a team has figured it all out, recency bias creeps in and you're like, oh, this is over. Well, no, it's not over. And I, I made the comment earlier, Gabe, what I watched last night, I'd kind of take that physical effort and defense is all about effort. You don't have to be a great defensive team 82 games out of the year. That was all no, effort Defense on is Portland. just trying. You're right. They wanted it last. Both of those teams, I mean, I got a guy's face that exploded. I got gauze pads up the nose. Oh, that's a good
1: point. You I, can't say anybody, oh, NBA doesn't care. Yeah, you watch these yeah. guys diving for loose balls and, like, getting their faces I'll, I'll busted take, open.
2: I'll take what I saw. And they saw. weren't
1: complaining, these two, last night. It's not like Houston no. and Golden State. They were playing smash mouth, and no one bitched at each other
2: exactly nobody's pointing the fingers at the refs it wasn't 120 to 118 but you know what i'll take that 97 90 game that i saw last night any day well, give i me won't more because of that.
1: i had and, over 219 more. and a half so
2: well take that out of it but the style of game i thought that was just two teams gutting it out wanting it more than the other i i, I and you know what when they they didn't hit worth a crap but when they needed a big bucket they got the big bucket, and that was, to me, I'll take that kind of basketball. You know, a big day. player
1: last night was Cantor. Yes. Cantor stepped up every time, like Denver would sort of, hey, they cut it to six. They cut. It. He would step yep. up with a big play. Yep. They, you know, and I talked about this show against Oklahoma City when I said, you know, one of the reasons why Westbrook wasn't good, but Portland's guys, they're not bad sometimes, but they're not consistent enough. But we saw it last night, in which, dude, if you. Who the hell in the world would think that the Portland Trailblazers could win on the road at Denver after after what happened in game one with Damian Lillard scoring 14 points?
2: Yep.
1: Right? But look at like early in the game, man. Aminu made like a lot of plays. He hit a three, he got a rebound, he dove for a loose Rodney ball. Rodney
2: Hood. Yeah, I've got yeah, Rodney Hood's me. balling. Yep. Yep. yep.
1: Uh, you know, Cantor. Cantor. Cantor's either really, really good or he disappears. <laughs> like, Remember he did that against Oklahoma City one game? It was like 19-15 and or whatever. Mm -hmm. The next game, it was like, all right, he regressed a bit. But he was into it last night. And for the record, it wasn't his fault when he ran Buddy over and there was a little scrum there. Right. In fact, Jokic actually pushed him into it.
2: Yeah, but he had his face exploded earlier, so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love the playoffs. That's the problem. You know, that's, that's an issue. We'll get to that. There's been more blood spilled in the NBA playoffs than the NHL. we got a problem.
10: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me
11: 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517.
12: Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California Blue goo a try call one 330 and you'll receive a one week supply of blue goo absolutely free the makers of blue goo are even paying the shipping the number again is one 888 330 if you want more information on blue goo visit online at www.dothegoo.com now available at select big five stores near you being a new
13: parent means every high and low you can imagine And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's MyEvoz.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com.
1: Sounds pretty, uh... Oh, this sounds like pretty, like, car commercial-ish or something.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We had some sort of campfire.
2: Yeah, it Sounds like worse. something
1: like, uh, like Duke students would listen to at a party or something.
2: Yeah. yeah it sounds like another Dave Matthews song that somebody copied.
1: Yeah, that, that's, yeah.
2: A <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> that's a good song.
1: That's when I yeah. yeah. <laughs> want to rock out, a little Dave
2: Matthews. Yeah.
1: I want to rock out.
2: A little jam out. It's the same uh, song for 20 years.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I've given up asking questions anymore around here, Joe. So, uh, I don't know. Sean seems to be uh, gone. <laughs> What's the yeah. deal? Like, normally, I have an like, email like, yeah, this guy's joining us and this guy. And uh, I don't know. He doesn't seem to be in the building. Fortunately, fortunately, I booked a guest, um, Mr. Paul Bovey. Hmm. going to join us. And, you know, Paul, uh, Paul's one of the best NBA cappers out there, actually. Really, really, really good. Uh, he really knows the intricacies of the NBA very well. So uh, Paul Povey's going to join us. He should be joining us in studio. He should be able to find a place considering he is from uh, New York.
2: Oh, okay. Um, but How much you want to make a bet, Gabe? I'll bet you right now, 20 bucks. The first thing he says is, wow, you guys got a lot of traffic here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll take that bet. he'll. I in the city? Does he live in his city? I know Paul Bovie. He's gonna say, "Man, there's a lot of women here." That's what oh, he's gonna say. all right, he better. Yeah.
2: Perfect. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every he's one of the rare people. Like,
1: like a lot of people, um, he's one of the rare people. A lot of people like you know want to get out to the West Coast. Like, look, you're a New Yorker, you're in the sun right now. Right. He lives in uh, Laguna Beach.
14: Oh, nice.
1: He lives in Laguna Beach. He's a high roller, dude. Like, he lives in Laguna Beach. He's got a place in uh, in Vegas. But he's in L.A., and he's he's telling me, he's like, you know, I'm seriously, uh, I think I'm going to sell my place in Laguna Beach and come back to New York. I'm thinking, like, people don't usually do that. Usually, it's the opposite.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, he's got some traffic out there. Then he knows what that's all about. Yeah,
1: the traffic is worse out there. Yes, it is. I lived in Los Angeles. It's far worse. Like, New York, I tell you, dude, like, the, the New York traffic's not, like, Manhattan's bad and stuff, but... Like, the, the freeways and stuff, they, they move. Like, Los Angeles, man, like, it takes four hours sometimes to get places.
2: Yeah, like four hours on the 405.
1: Yeah, no, you actually sitting
2: there. <laughs> hey, did we move? It's been, like,
1: three hours. You no, know, years ago, I got, uh, me and my buddy, this is a long time ago, man, and it was, like, 19, 1989, 1990 type of thing, and we got invited to, um, like, a Megadeth uh, party. Mm. It was like um, I think it was Dave Mustaine's birthday. It was one of their birthdays type thing. And it wasn't like um, it wasn't like a private party. It was like a show, but you had to have won tickets or whatever. It was one of those type of deals. So it was in a small. It was in a Ventura Theater type of thing. Okay. Anyway, so and it was like it was like their pre-record release. I think it was for uh, P-Sells, but uh, who's buying? Which is a classic record. So it was like when Marty Friedman joined him, Anyways. So it's like a big deal if you're making that fan and stuff. And some we knew somebody, and they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, we can get you tickets to get in for this thing. And there's even free booze there and stuff. It's like uh, put on by the record company. So we're all fired up and stuff. It's gonna be awesome. And the show, uh, the show was at like nine o'clock or something. And yeah, we were stupid. Like we left at like eight o'clock, Joe. Like we lived in Hollywood. We left at eight. Like I think we got there at like eleven thirty and stuff. I was so pissed. Like we missed it all. All the yep. booze was gone when we got there.
13: Yeah,
2: there's no falling out of bed and getting there. In no, LA. no, That's it took just, like yeah, three
1: and yeah. a half hours. Yeah. And it's yeah. happened to me a few times, man. I got into an argument with a buddy of mine. We went to L.A. to see the UFC. And I told him I, it was in Anaheim. And same thing, we were in Hollywood. And it was like, you know, there because it's three hours ahead. So yeah. the pay-per-view part started at 5 o'clock L.A. time. And I was saying, man, I was like, you know, it's like 4 o'clock, 4.30. I'm like, you know, it's all right if we miss a few of the fights. But I'm telling you, and they're like, oh, there's no way in hell there's traffic on a Saturday afternoon. You're crazy. It's in your head. We missed it.
2: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We
1: got yep. there. We got there so late. It was mm-hmm. pointless going in. We just went to a bar.
2: <laughs> yeah. That that 405 is dreadful, people. And yeah. it's nine. 19- and it's 19 lanes, and every one of them, it's 10 pounds of crap in a 5-pound bag. i never seen anything like it.
1: Yeah, it's torture. I don't know why. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know. Like, yep. North, North American living is all it's cracked up to yeah. be.
2: Yeah, That's the I Pacific should just, Coast do, Highway. Should do the, the Pacific Coast Highway. It's scenic. Yeah, okay. And every three seconds, there's a light. It takes you nine hours to get up and down the coast. That sounds like a lot of fun.
1: And it's also, there's, like, mudslides and people drive yeah. off, the, <laughs> off the side and stuff. Like, there's also, like... Not so good, yeah.
2: people. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> Not all it's cracked up to be.
1: All right. Uh, so, yeah, so Paul Bovey. Now, Paul Bovee, uh I spoke to Paul yesterday, and he's going to share a, a big play. It's one thing I like about Paul. He put his money where his mouth was. Awesome. And uh, he played a very, very large uh, NFL future already. Uh, but Ooh. we won't give it away. We'll let we'll let him break it down. Now the Prez is on the radar, but you never know with the Prez, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the what prez. The coin? Yeah. The Prez, like Prez's a big rich guy, so um like I said, like he's out like with the Kardashian skiing or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm so I'm not may. even kidding, too. Like so I send him like he's supposed to be on every Thursday morning, but it's like I gotta remind him or something.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's
1: and tough. then he gets upset like if he's not on, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, but like, I'm supposed to know these things, Joe. So like, I'll send him an email. Are you good? He's like, yeah. oh, no, no. I'm in Vail skiing. Yeah. It's like, well, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, yeah, I'm not, not your secretary, but I didn't, I didn't book your plane tickets for you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'll get a text from him every now and then, like one o'clock in the morning. Like, Hey, you up, call me like, no, I'm not up. It's one o'clock in the morning. Dude. Like, the thing like, is either. I gotta... It's not <laughs> like, on drugs gotta... either. Yeah, no, like, yeah, like, no, I'm not up, man. I got to be up uh, in two hours. I'm not, no, I'm not calling you.
1: <laughs> like the press looks disheveled sometimes, like he's been partying all night or something. He really hasn't. Yeah. He's, he's very focused. Uh, I'm gonna say straight edge, but you know what I mean. He's a focused dude. He's professional, but he, uh, <laughs> he he's up. up all night playing poker and stuff.
2: Exactly. He and gets the guy all wired up like
1: two hours a night.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: And I knew that. I guarantee you, he's asleep right now. Mm-hmm. That's why I needed Sean here, and I was going to tell him, you need to harass the Prez and call him a bunch of times. We'll get settled in here. But yeah, mm-hmm. Paul Bowie's going to join us in studio. It's going to be good. He's got some Kentucky Derby matchups uh, for us, and I heard you and Dane talking earlier. It seems like it's a fait accompli, Joe, that there is going to be bad weather at Churchill. Yeah. And Omaha Beach was that horse. Um, that, of course, won. he won the Arkansas Derby in the slop, and he also won at Santa Anita in the rain as well. But the horse that nearly caught him and came freaking close in the rain at Arkansas is uh, improbable. And a horse that not a lot of people are talking about, this improbable horse.
2: No, nope, not at all. But he is the uh, when it comes to rain and there's there's a few of them in the air that you're going to have to keep an eye out because uh, because 70 percent right now in the weather is there are some of these horses and people need to understand. Don't even know what what that is like. They've never done it. You don't know how they're going to react. You know, justified last year only had three races under his belt before he came to the Kentucky Derby and it poured. And nobody knew how the hell he was going to react to it. And then it turns out he ended up loving the, you know, the slop more than they loved anything else. So, but yeah. you just don't know, but there are a few horses in this race that at least have had some experience, uh, successful runs in the, in the slop. And you got to take that into consideration.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of things we don't know. <laughs> about yeah. yeah. When it comes to horse racing. Yeah. So there's a lot of variables, but one thing I find interesting. So, um, here's just for the record guys, a couple of horses, I brought this up on Game Time Decisions yesterday, but here's a couple of horses that have had track record. The War of Will uh, raced at Churchill Downs before, uh, had a five-length uh, victory in the rain uh, before. By my standards, played second on a sloppy track last year in his career debut, losing by four lengths at Churchill Downs. Plus, Q Parfait, played second in the slop at the Kentucky uh, Jockey Club stakes at Churchill. And, um... At Omaha Beach, but Improbable actually nearly came on and won that race too. So Improbable is another horse. And you raised a good point yesterday, had me thinking because I do always bet that Florida Derby, and I, I'm going to do it. And for the record, we spoke to Mark Lawrence yesterday, and uh, he likes Code of Honor. Mm-hmm. Code of Honor, what I believe, is the 15 horse. Well, now I guess it would be the 14 horse. Uh, everyone moves up one. Um, so. He likes Code of Honor, Maximum Security. I was gonna go. With. I actually did like Omaha Beach, but I was wondering about what you said yesterday. It was a slower pace at the Florida Derby.
2: Yeah.
1: Yet that, you know, how much impact does that have? Does that mean that Maximum Security can't raise it up a notch? Because Mark was talking about his numbers, and his numbers got better and better as the race went on. Actually, so I think the potential is there for Maximum Security. Listen, I think maximum Security's going to be – he's got to be part of the exotics. has got to be part of your plays. Superfectus, trifectus. I think he's in the mix for sure. I, I, I like him.
2: Yeah. Well, that was the problem at the Derby is they – everyone just let him jog around the track. And then, you know, you, if you think you're going to catch him in the final three, three three and a half, you're, you're not. I mean, that's the whole point. He's not going to have as easy a trip as he did there. It set up perfectly for him in the Derby. He just kind of said, all right, guys, I'm here. He's a pace setter. So – If he gets pushed in the Kentucky Derby, then, you know, what is he going to do? What is he going to react to your point? But he wasn't pushed in the Derby. And if you let him just kind of dictate that race and and it's over, you're not I don't care who it is from behind there. You're not catching maximum security there on Saturday.
1: Roadster. is a trendy horse uh, right now. No longer in that bad spot either.
0: DailyRoto.com.
7: You
15: know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently.
2: All right, guys, the 2019 NFL draft, it's come, it's gone. But for fantasy football players and NFL betters alike, you guys know the season just revving up now. And if you're serious about fantasy football, it is never too early to start prepping for the 2019 season. Good news, Roto Experts, they got you covered. It's called the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package. It'll include the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the net. Davis Matic and the Roto Experts, they're always providing dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, NFL draft content every day of the year. So you can have an edge, guys, regardless of the type of fantasy football you play. So do yourself a favor, save 10%. RotoExperts.com, promo code FNTSY. 10% right now, promo code FNTSY for the NFL 365 fantasy football package only at RotoExperts.com.
1: Uh, the first week of May is always a great time uh, in the sports uh, calendar year. Big boxing matches, Cinco de Mayo, Kentucky Derby uh, playoffs. In fact, I remember in past years, actually, people have argued that it was like the biggest sports day of the year a couple of years ago. Um, once there was like mega playoff games. I think Mayweather fought whatever it was, but it's always you know there's a lot going on uh, this week, so uh, we'll um, we'll cut you some slack if you're not following the Robert Kraft. Uh, trial that's going on right now, and um, I'll be honest with you, Joe. I was one of the uh, the many millions uh, that uh, don't care and have not been following it. But, what I got to be honest. Like, what is this? Like, it's like the O.J. case here. Like, old man gets hand job, and like they've been in court for like five days now, bro.
15: Yeah. Like, they They're got expert witnesses
1: coming in, yeah. and like, pardon yeah. the pun, and uh, yeah. and it's like. Look, I talked about it earlier in the week briefly, because uh, it was funny. The um, the prosecutor called Krafts uh, an attorney an a-hole, which is kind of you know you don't usually get that. It's kind of not really, uh, it's not very professional, but uh, nevertheless. But um, some very very graphic details came out of of this case uh, yesterday. Uh, just, uh... Some details that, quite frankly, I probably wasn't going to uh, wasn't going to uh, probe.
2: Um, <laughs> well done thank you well done.
1: Mike Cardano <laughs> seems to really really like want us to talk yeah. about it he keeps sending yeah. it hey guys uh, you see this yeah. so um, mm-hmm. how, how do we put this yeah. yeah I guess the best is the best way of putting this is uh, Robert Kraft got a uh, prostate massage
16: mm-hmm.
2: yeah now my question it. was, is it his own fingers or is it somebody else's? If it's somebody else's fingers, so be it. I was just, I was a, I was a little confused as to whose finger we were talking
1: no, about. Oh no, I'm assuming, I'm assuming it was the.
2: Uh, right, right. The masseuse, the masseuse's uh, yeah. fingers. Mm.
1: Yeah. She probably said, "You like," and he said, mm. "Yeah." Said, yeah. Hey, "I'm not complaining." No,
2: well, no, not arguing. hmm Now, uh, to
1: be honest. Before, like, really, I didn't really look at him any differently. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think, like... Like, you know, every time I look at Robert Kraft, I didn't think, like, oh, God. You know what I mean? I wasn't, like, you know, whatever. I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. But now it's it's a little different. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: Like, now... Yeah. So, um, I guess we could just read the, 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 the report. So, basically... And it's the most ridiculous thing ever, and we're, I'm going to get to this a little bit later uh, later on uh, on my lawn. <laughs> we got some. We're gonna we're gonna air it out on the lawn here, but
2: yeah. So the judge won't let the video out. So these these people Not are yet. so vindictive. Yeah, they, these people are so vindictive. Well, then fine. We'll just go ahead and leak everything that's on it. It's amazing to me.
1: Yeah, and they're getting very very graphic. Like
2: yeah. Now, what really I
1: wonder, good. and I've I've wondered about this, like, in what good, like, are they serving the public interest in any of this? Zero. And number two, would they be doing this to, like, just some, like, old man? Like, like normally, if you if, if an old man, you get busted in a massage parlor, you're getting fined, like, 250 bucks, and, like, you get on with your life. Maybe your name's in a newspaper in the bottom there under the pervert section or whatever. You know, like, I, at this point, like, how much money have they spent in court and attorneys? Because Kraft's got big-time attorneys, so the county's coming back with big resources all over what? Like, what are mm-hmm. they exactly like trying to prosecute here? Like, what? I don't really even get the point of this.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm trying not to read this, but it's like a car crash, and I can't stop reading the probable cause affidavit, which they're all releasing here about uh, the play-by-play of what happened when he walked in, paid the money, laid on the table, and then it just goes hard left from there. It just goes
10: hard.
1: Uh, yeah. So yeah, well, the, the detective, Detective Hurst testifies, those uh, mm-hmm. viewing the video footage. So um, they were watching the video footage, and they took notice of an illegal activity mm-hmm. when the masseuse began putting fingers into the butt crack area of yeah. the
2: defendant. Yeah. in his defense, he could have had an itch. You don't know. Before the Not lights like he- were then turned off. Yeah, you know, it's not like he's limber, like he can, you know, scratch.
1: Yeah, so. it's really none of our business. Like what, you know, what's going on in that room? And they are consenting adults. Nobody has been trafficked uh, in all of this. This is 1,000% a political hit job.
2: Oh, yeah. There's, there's, We would get this from no, but no, no common foot. Like nobody in their right mind would ever release this.
1: Now, you know what, though? It seems like he can only get it delayed. I don't I don't think there's a choice. The only way is if he gets a really powerful judge on how to, like, burn the tape type thing. But it seems like they can, they can delay it. But now, listen, I don't want to see it. And I would argue, like, what what good is it the public interest to see this video? Like, the video is solely just to embarrass an old man, essentially, you know what I mean? That, that's what we're getting at here. Like, the woman wasn't forced to do anything. She wasn't trafficked. They're consenting adults. I don't even, like... Honestly, if I was a resident of Jupiter, I probably wouldn't be too happy that this much money has been wasted and really your courtroom has been filled with this crap. And this this uh this sheriff and this police department, I think okay. they mess with the wrong people. Sometimes it's you can't payback doesn't come overnight all the time, Joe. Like look mm-hmm. at Avenatti. Abinadi had his nice little run running his mouth on TV for six months, eight months, a year, whatever. But look at him now. He's facing 350 years in jail.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's like, yeah, like these, like in in this world, payback doesn't come right away. But don't think that uh, there's going to be a hell of a lot of big money backing the sheriff that's going to run against this guy,
2: Joe, in the future. (laughs) you can uh you can count on that. It's like imagine uh, the TV as, ads and <laughs> like yeah.
1: like this guy like that did this. I hope you got greased well., yeah. And you and I talked about this before. This is all bigger than a hand job and, and a little Florida town. Yeah, this was bigger. They you know what I mean, it was political. Yeah. there's other name you you know it and I know, it, Joe. There's other names, big time names. It's right up the street from mar you know what I mean, Marilago. Kraft's not the only one that went there. Adam Schefter, and I'm not the big Schefter guy, but I don't think Schefter was making it up when he said, holy crap, like Schefter saw the the police report type thing, and he said, holy crap, like Robert Kraft is a nobody next to some of these people. Yeah. And Adam Schefter has never uttered another freaking tweet, word, or sentence about that. Yeah. Like, it just stopped. And Adam Schefter's not TMZ, Joe. Like, when, if mm-hmm. Schefter goes, oh, God, like, Kraft's, like, next to nothing compared to the other names. Like, and like who could be bigger than Kraft? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, there was obviously some names on this list that won't get out. And uh, the sheriff will be uh, giving, uh, what, what's the line in Seinfeld? Uh, he'll be giving tickets to senior citizens with fake bus passes going to the mall
2: yeah 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 no this was the uh, you know understanding the the whole jupiter perspective here guys the, this was coming from somebody who put this sheriff into office to begin with this is how this all started the sheriff just didn't say hey i'm gonna go out and make a name for my like you know oh, so everybody he was planted was, ev-
1: he was planted to start
2: trouble yeah. exactly and by the way those other names on the list here folks they, they're not going to be su- you probably wouldn't know them but in the financial world if, if Kraft's got $6 billion and they're screwing with him and the people they're not screwing with, imagine how much money they have and how miserable they could make your life if they really wanted. The fact that those names have never been uttered. We're talking about billion-dollar hedge fund guys. We're talking guys that— you wouldn't know them if you heard them, if you ran them in the street, but yeah. I can promise you, they got more money than Robert Kraft does.
1: Yeah, that's a very. Yeah, they could buy. Uh, they could buy yeah. a lot of teams. You're right. They
2: ain't. They ain't messing these, with them. You're yeah, right, Joe. These are the
1: guys. Them. These are the guys that are funding Kraft to buy things. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, they're funding. They're funding wars in other countries, people. Okay, that's what's going on. They're buying weapons for entire countries. Like you don't mess with these guys.
1: You know, Not isn't at all. It, on a more serious note, though kind of I've always found that to be weird in which the United States is the only place like that where like you vote for the sheriff and stuff like you know what I mean Yes. Yeah. it's like you could be like the biggest crazy ass nut job but you people voted for you and then it's like well yeah I I do all these things vote me out you know what I mean like
2: yeah
1: but you have backing and it's not that that easy it's kind of it's it's a weird uh, it's a weird system now um, i do not want to get scheme. political. It all
2: it is the one who got, who one who has the most money markets the most gets the most votes. It's that yeah. simple. It's got nothing to do well, with whether exactly or not. you're right. And in Florida, it, it's got It's, nothing to really crazy. Yeah, it's Florida, got nothing to do if you're qualified. Yeah, it's got nothing to do if you're like, qualified. Who's got the who's got the marketing money?
1: The guy's name, I think it was Steve Israel. So um
2: yes, yeah, yeah, yeah he,
1: absolutely. He's the guy that uh, he was the, the guy at uh, the that the school, right? Uh, park, at park uh, school.
2: That's yeah. He oversaw that police force.
1: So I was reading about that and. I was reading behind the scenes and he was called incompetent and blah, blah blah, blah, and all that stuff. It turned out that he won Roger Stone, who's a big right wing operative. Yep. actually St- propped up Israel for some reason, behind the scenes to take somebody else out. That's correct. And then it was almost the consequences of, oh wow, you just you got him in here, and he was just kind of a hustler. And it's just kind of crazy when you're dealing with a job as serious as that that it's so political and there's games being played. Yeah. yeah. You know. like, hey, listen, I'm not the biggest law enforcement guy, but the sheriff should just be the sheriff. It shouldn't be like who Roger Stone like blackmailed behind the scenes because they got a hooker. And, you know what I mean? Like... It's just, it's so sleazy in Florida, bro. And Not just Florida, but.
2: No, everywhere. But again, if you control the sheriff of a, a, you know, and Broward is Fort Lauderdale. So those that, you know, it's a monster metropolis down here. You control the sheriff, then you know everything that happens. And oh yeah, by the way, if the feds want to come in and serve you, Roger Stone, they have to go through the local sheriff's department first. Who do you think tips him off there?
1: Yeah, good point. So. There's another dude. We're going to a break here in a minute. It's something I want to get into. It's actually pretty interesting. Uh, there's a guy, uh, Jacob Wall. <laughs> so, yeah, you're getting a, so, yeah, it's a Jacob Wall.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: pretty much, like, the biggest troll in the world type thing. Like, yeah, this kid, yep. man, like, I don't want him on my bad side just because uh, I don't want to be on his bad side just because, you know, he's a nut job, so. hmm But... He's going to like this kid's going to end up in jail one day soon. Like, he's he's diabolical, right? He tried to like, so this kid, him and another dude, they tried to pay someone off to say that Bob Mueller sexually assaulted her. Mm-hmm. When you're going after the former head of the FBI, you're like, you, <laughs> you, yeah, so, you got to, yeah. So they had, they plotted a new thing. They were going to pay someone off to say that the Mayor Pete guy sexually abused him. And was it's not true? So there's the latest scam that he has, and it's about gambling, Joe. That's why it's pertinent to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's actually somewhat. It's, I'm gonna give him credit for it in a way, but I don't think, I don't think he, he couldn't pull it off. Um, so basically, he sent out like he. So basically, he's a hardcore right wing operative, this kid, and nut job like the loomer, Like he wants, you know, anything for attention type thing. Mm-hmm. So he sent out a. Um, top-secret type thing trying to raise some funds he wanted to start a gambling fund a political gambling fund and, and an arm to create fake news and bet against the controversy that he created
11: 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. All
1: right, Morning After continues. Level 1. Wrapping up a lot of stuff we still haven't even gotten to. Uh, talk about Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to the Brooklyn Nets uh, now. I don't think Kevin Durant's going to Brooklyn. It wouldn't shock me if Kyrie Irving uh, did, uh, but might be they might be a, they might be a uh, it might be a, uh, it might be a deal where they're they're going to end up playing together one way or the other. All right, so i will just bringing up so the, um, the 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 conservative provocateur as he's called, Jacob Wall, pitched investors this spring on a scheme to use fraudulent news stories to manipulate political betting markets. According to uh, documents obtained by the Daily Beast, Wall attempted to raise $1 million to fund the Arlington Center for Political Intelligence, which he claimed would "quote make crap up." He didn't use the word uh, "crap." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Profit from bets on political races and would suppress Democratic turnout in 2020. Uh, and he went on to say, "We will create, uh, we will con- cre- create very controversial uh, fake news stories dealing with race." And other divisive issues and, and then bet yeah. against uh bet against like the the story. He goes yeah. on to boast about how he can get picked up by InfoWars and uh the Daily Caller and other uh blah 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 websites, and he's boasting about how fake news works and he just you just make the crazy thing up, blah, blah, blah. But I'm thinking about this, and he's it's actually somewhat, it's genius in a sense, but it's something that someone says when you're high on coke in a hotel room. Mm. Hey, it'd be cool if we could do this because you really can't do this. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I believe them. You can make up back crazy story and Alex Jones pick it up or whatever, but the, the political market's not really moving because of it. You know what I'm saying? There's been a lot of crazy stuff, man. It doesn't move. Like even with Trump's odds, Trump's odds don't move, and there's crazy stuff around him every day, and there's not elections every day. So it's just sort of stupid, like, at this point, And another thing is, I saw this show, and I, isn't he almost basically admitting to trying to, like, throw a game, per se?
2: <laughs> what cracks me up about this guy is that there is, there is this guy in every corner
9: of Fortune 500 world. You just don't know their name. <laughs>
0: Last night, you find out the morning after. Let's do this thing.
1: All right, level two, the morning after. A lot of stuff uh, we haven't gotten to. Uh, still, I'm Gabriel Moretz. Midtown Manhattan. Joe Ranieri is in Miami, Florida. Paul Bovi expected to join us uh, in studio. We're not sure about the press but we have a... Uh, we have a late addition to um, to to our uh, lineup uh, here, as he, he's just been scratched, actually. Yes. And uh, we're going big time here. Mike Smith. Mike Smith's going to join us. As um, Omaha yeah. Beach has been scratched, uh, therefore, he's got uh, no horse to ride, therefore he's got some time to join us. And I got to give credit. Sean's not here. I don't know where he is, but uh, it's a good job getting Mike Smith. Better to have Mike Smith than Sean here.
2: I think he's at the Orchids Day Spa, as a matter of fact.
1: Who, Sean or Mike Smith? Yeah,
2: Sean. Sean. Not not Mike Smith. Sean. <laughs> Sean's getting work done.
1: Yeah, yeah Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I asked, I asked, like, I said, <laughs> what is Sean? Hey, they're like, oh, he was, uh, he did uh, Keith Izari's show last night. Mm. Like, that's not what I asked. <laughs>
2: yeah. Which means, you know, he worked past 9 o'clock, so he's useless right now. Yeah, I
1: didn't ask what he did last night. No. That's kind of of irrelevant. Oh, okay, now now I understand. But I'm looking at all of Mike Smith's wins, but it's hard to hard to uh... so he's he's a triple crown winner. It's not bad right there for a resume.
6: Two-time Kentucky Derby
1: Preakness Stakes, two-time winner. Uh, Three-time Belmont Stake winner. Two-time Kentucky Oat winner. Breeders' Cup mile winner. We can go on and on and on and on and on. Really, you know, arguably one of the best jockeys of all time.
2: Yeah. Everything had winner in it if you didn't catch that, guy. So oh. that, that tells you everything you need to know about Mike Smith. <laughs> winner. And, by the way, he's got three trips on Friday. He's still got five trips on Saturday. He's going to be just fine this weekend, even not racing in the Derby. He's still going to make a boatload of money.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. Um You know, to like the, and I'm not, listen, I owned, I was in on it a bit, but I'm not, I don't profess to be like the biggest diehard horse uh, guy in the world, horse fan in the world, uh, better. Like, yeah, I bet the track every day, but I don't bet it every day. You know what I mean? Mm. I will on Saturdays. I like the live racing on Saturday nights when I'm there, but, um, but Paul Bovey talks about this. It's sort of like the Super Bowl. You know, when people have Super Bowl parties and stuff, and like, if you're a real football guy and you're a better, you're not going to be cut dead at some like suburban Super Bowl party, you know, or playing squares and like all this type of stuff. So Paul Bovey, Paul Bovey bets horses every day. Like, anyone who follows him on Twitter, like he's he's that's all he does. He's like, he's betting ponies all over the world every day, all day. I bet you he won't have a pick for us with a Kentucky Derby. He hates it. He hates it. He's like, ah, it's like it's like New Year's Eve. It's amateur hour, uh, Kentucky Derby. But you'll have all kinds of action on for Friday. Like you said, mm-hmm. like and the hardcore horse guys, that's where their money is, right?
2: That's it. That's how you handicap.
1: Yeah, you know, cause Saturday the Kentucky Derby, like I said, there's twenty horses, nineteen horses, kind of a crapshoot. Sort of amateur hour. A bunch of people don't know anything about horses show up and get drunk on mint jewelts and wear big hats.
15: You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently.
13: I sure feel that way.
15: That's why there's Nasacort. It's different too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms.
6: My antihistamine doesn't do that?
15: None of them do.
6: Oh, that is different.
15: And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24 hour relief.
6: So even if I'm wired differently,
15: Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed.
6: Message and data rates may apply.
7: Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, The Big Hurt.
14: O'Reilly.
4: Right now at
7: O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of
4: Castrol Edge full synthetic motor oil for $33.99 and get a $15 O'Reilly gift card by mail. Plus, you'll earn double O Rewards points during Rewards Member Appreciation Month only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. O, oh, O, oh, O, oh,
5: O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: All right, morning after continues fantasy sports radio, television network, American Force Radio Networks, and uh, sports byline, a lot of stuff in between. I am Morenci in New York. Joe Ranieri is in Miami, uh, Florida. We're just talking about Mike Smith, going to join us a little bit uh, later on. That's uh, real cool. We'll uh, have uh, Mike Smith help us uh, cap the Kentucky Derby. As you can see, Paul Povey has joined us in studio not only did he not have a hard time finding the place, he got here early. But uh, you are a New Yorker, uh, Paul, so we're not going to give you too much credit for finding the place. How you doing, Paul? I'm
17: doing great, Gabe. How you doing? Great to good, be here. Good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, great. to
1: uh, be. You're uh, on the East Coast uh, normally. You know, now you're like a West Coast and Asian dweller. I never know where you are. You're like a world
17: traveler. I, I can't sit still, Gabe. I can't sit through a movie. So uh, right now, it's it's great to be oh, back. go to in see New Avengers?
1: York. Then I hear it's like three hours.
17: <laughs> That's out of my wheelhouse, Gabe. It's great to be back in New York. I like Manhattan, not so much Long Island. So glad to be out of Long Island and uh, joining you in the studio. Here. Glad to
1: be off the <laughs> island. And uh, yeah, speaking of uh, Long Island, uh, New York Islanders now down uh, now down three games to none. So I don't know. Do you know uh, Joe Ranieri in uh, Florida? Have you guys uh, passed ever crossed before?
17: I don't know. I, I've heard the name, Gabe, but I don't think we've met. Where are you from on the island, man? Uh, well, you name it. I lived in uh, Long Beach. I still can't mm-hmm. believe, and I love you, Paul, but, like... Yeah, Island Park. People, uh, like, mm-hmm.
1: Microphones are meant to be talked into. I like, know oh, oh. people like, oh, hi, I'm say,
2: and other people are like... Don't let them get to you, Paul. Don't let period him of adjustment here. Say,
17: period like, of adjustment here, Gabe. But, smart guy, Paul. Uh, but like, right. You talk into the mic. I got it. Yeah. I got it. You only have to tell me three times, and I got right. it. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, Long Beach, Island Park, Huntington. I've bounced around the island like I bounced around Asia and Las Vegas and California. I just can't sit still, but uh, Long Beach is a great place, and I spent a lot of time there, and I have a lot of fond memories, but glad to be out.
2: Ten pounds of crap in a five-pound bag, Long Island. That's the problem. I'm sorry? It's, uh, It's just a whole lot of people all pushed into one very small area is what they got going on there right now.
17: Yeah, there's just not there's just not a lot of great attractions either. I went into a a, a Buffalo Wild Wings the other night, and it was such a letdown compared to the <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings I went into and Dave and Buster's. It's just it's just not up to the standards of the rest of the country. I'm sorry if you're listening from Long Island, get the hell out of there. <laughs> yes, amen. Uh, and
1: uh, I think we got uh, is, is Alex here today. Is there, do we have any any defense? But there's probably there's probably not a lot of defense. And uh, so you're saying the Buffalo Wild Wings in 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 Laguna and Long Beach in California, there's
17: there's an atmosphere. They're bringing it a bit. Yeah, and the bar the barmaids are less than 300 pounds. It's, it's...
2: Yeah, that was you know. the, they don't uh, yeah exactly eating your own supply there. It's never good. It's
17: not good.
2: Yeah. all right, really we're we're off to that. a
1: great start here. And uh, yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, we only have like two women that tune into the show, actually. Yeah. I I don't think, uh, at this point, I don't think they can be offended. We've already talked about uh, Robert Kraft getting probed. Uh, We've already got uh, Kraft getting probed. Yesterday, we talked about uh, sex robots and Mm -hmm. whether it's uh, cheating if you're married and you have uh, sex with one of these these robots. What do you think,
17: Paul? Uh, That's very debatable. You can make a case (laughs) for both sides it's not like one of those like rubber blow-up dolls, right? It seems to be
1: creepier and more sophisticated now.
17: Do you think cheating could be construed as fantasizing about another woman when you're with your wife or your girlfriend? Oh, well, now, now we're getting psychological. Yep, now it's
2: a quality deep. question. Yes. There
17: you there's, go. There's a lot of gray areas that you can debate are the way. Well, so, it
1: depends on, like, if someone's married, I, I wonder how they're going to answer that. <laughs> right? Honestly and, and openly, but yeah, yeah we're not—we're not, yeah, not going to get that deep uh, here, Paul. What? This is that's some deep stuff. We're just talking about robots here, buddy. Well,
17: you know, it—it <laughs> it just goes along the same blurred lines. It's robots, you know. That's who good. knows?
1: Um, all right, so we've bashed Long Island, uh, yeah. Buffalo Wild Wing waitresses and uh, hostesses. Right.
17: It's we're doing good. Over there. And
1: uh, yeah. and uh, and marriage. It's <laughs> mm. good stuff we are off to off to off to a great start here. So, I uh, got a trifecta
2: Mike. my friend. You are you, already you're off to a good start. I love it.
1: I was just talking about you it's crazy, Paul, cuz you walked in uh, you walked into the studio here and I was just bringing up the Kentucky Derby. It's sort of like New Year's Eve, right? It's amateur hour. It's like uh, like Halloween, can't get a taxi, every bar is full, there's a light up everywhere. Normal bar you go to or club you go to suddenly it's $300 to get in. On New Year's Eve. No one really. I, I, who goes out on New Year's Eve? Or sort of like kids like prom night yelling in a limo type of thing. The Super Bowl, a lot of people feel that way about the Super Bowl. But I know for years I always ask you who you like in the Derby. And you always tell me I'm not betting the Derby. I only bet matchups in the Derby. And I'll bet the day before. So you're betting all the other races around the Kentucky Derby.
17: No. No. You're staying
1: away from even all the other, the Oaks and all this other type of stuff.
17: No, I actually, matchups are where they pit horse against horse. So they only do it for marquee races. So in the case of the Derby, you'll probably have 30, 40, 45 matchups. And you could have a 30 to one shot going against a 31, uh, a 35 to one shot. But sometimes there's value in these because they set the matchups beforehand. On the predicted odds, not the odds that these horses ended up going off at. The, remember, the morning line is just the opinion of basically one person. So if you have two horses that are five to two, yeah, uh, it's just the morning lines. Uh, you know, the, and as the, the line uh, yeah.
1: approaches throughout the day, that's the paramutual markets. Correct. Shit. That and then that's the public changing the numbers after.
17: Correct, and they may set the matchup based on the morning line odds. Do you respect the public
1: it's sort of? Do you respect the horse racing public? Are they look, the the last six years the favorite has won a Kentucky Derby. Well do I do I respect?
17: Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of respect because these guys work hard. Uh, at the same time they do make mistakes. All odds makers make mistakes and with the with respect to these matchups, there's value created and I, I am not interested in betting favorites in 15, 16, 17, 18 horse fields, because there's no value in it. You're 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 depending on racing luck. You could get stuck behind a wall of horses, and then you're just. But what about the fact that the favorite has won six times in a row? Is that just sort of you think it's a fluke? Well, the, the favorite has been in dominant. We we've, we've seen what we haven't seen in the last six years that we didn't see for many, many years prior in that of a triple crown winner. So we've had some dominant favorites, and they've gotten good trips. So commendations to them, but I'm still going to stick with my matchups where I feel I have great value and I can beat them, and I do beat these matchups.
1: What do you think, Joe? Do you think – and we talked about it with Kenny. We had Kenny Rice on yesterday, uh, Paul. So what what do you think um – what, what what do you think about about the the numbers, uh, Joe, and and the the way that they're set, and the favorites have won six years in a row, is it that the information that we're just so much better? There's more. It's like you said, it used to be about money, right? They used to grade. All right, you're looking. You know, this is how much money a horse has made. Now it's more about points. Like there's more information about the horses than there's ever been yeah you know, do you think, Joe, that the the analysts are doing a better job of just identifying the better horses right now than ever before in the last couple of years with all the new data and analytics?
2: Uh, you know well, listen when I, I I think the the real handicapping starts when you get to the Belmont. Uh, because, you know, the Kentucky Derby, you're going to need a lot of luck. I mean, the horses, there are certain horses that are just going to be... You do you know, need just- luck, but the fact yeah. is,
1: the favorite has well, won six times in a row, so it goes right, against but, everything we're saying about, oh, you well, need to Well, you be go lucky.
2: to Justify, like, everybody knew Justify was the was the most talented horse in that field last year. The question was, was he going to run in the rain in the Kentucky Derby? You know, how was the trip going to be? You can identify the real talent, but, you know, are you going to get the other pieces to fall into play? By the time you get to the Belmont, all the extra crap is out. You're left with nine horses. Who's going to be the best?
1: All right, the uh, morning after continues. Uh, we're talking about a Kentucky Derby Joe, not the Belmont.
0: Uh, <laughs> talking handicapping. <laughs> Game time decisions. Are you going to double up tonight or what? You already bet the series. You're you're going to go to the window again, laying it down.
1: They are going to my head. (laughs) I will say. bacon. You got bacon in the burger, too? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a bean burger. You got to get bacon, buddy. That's what it's made with. With real cheddar, too. Get cheddar, some beef, bacon. Go run it through the garden twice. If
0: you're going to give me bacon and cheese, you got to run it through the garden. Weekdays, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
12: goo a try call one 330 and you'll receive a one week supply of blue goo absolutely free the makers of blue goo are even paying the shipping the number again is one 888 330 if you want more information on blue goo visit online at www.dodogoo.com now available at select big five stores near you being a new parent
13: means every high and low you can imagine And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com.
10: Hell
1: has officially frozen over. Hell has frozen over. Pigs are flying. As I am about to sit here and... <clears throat> I don't believe this, but I am about to sit here and defend... Robert Kraft! That is correct. I am going to defend the old uh, pervert that went and got the old rub and dug on AFC Conference Championship Sunday. Hey, listen, for all we know, it was good luck, and he was getting a hand job before every big game uh, for years. Maybe that's uh, just part of the, uh, the secrets uh, to the Patriots' success. Now, all kidding aside, now listen, I have no love lost about the New England Patriot organization, but when it comes to Robert Kraft, I've got no problem uh, with the old guy. And in fact, Robert Kraft has been pretty progressive and tried to get criminal justice reform and actually one of the few people, for one reason or another, that used to go visit Meek Mill uh, when he was in jail. So we all know the, uh, the graphic details about Robert Kraft, except uh, the prosecutors and, um, and uh, the, the town of Jupiter evidently wants us to know more about Robert Kraft, because now we know that basically he got probed. Um, that um, it's the best way of putting it. Basically, the cops have testified that they witnessed the masseuse put her fingers in his butt crack uh, area before the lights went dark. Well, I'll tell you what. The lights should go dark on you Gomer Pyle, Andy Griffiths type of, like, police department you got running on here with fake bomb threats. Ooh, sex trafficking. Nobody was freaking trafficked, all right? Like, in what, and they, they they keep on pushing for this video to be released. In what good is this of the public interest? Like, under Freedom of Information Acts, you know, like, you can file for something. And it's like, well, it's for the good of the public that we know this because of this, because of that. Like, in what world does anybody need to see Robert Kraft getting a massage therapist sticking her fingers up his butt crack area? Nobody needs to see that, all right? Uh, it's, what public interest is this in? You know what's crazy, though? It's like we talked about it earlier. These people are actually elected into office. It's clearly a political hit job, clearly a political hit job that went down. Um, they wanted to embarrass Robert Kraft. I think they wanted to embarrass some other right-wing, very powerful figures uh, in, this, in this town. Um, and here we are right now, except if you're a taxpayer— you're actually paying for this. This thing's gone on longer than the OJ case. Old man gets hand job, $75 ticket, keep it in your pants, old man. And here we are. We've got high powered attorneys, millions of dollars in law fees uh, spent. And I got to tell you, it takes a hell of a lot for me to think that Robert Kraft and anyone from Boston and the New England Patriots are victims. But right now, he is a victim. It's a public smear campaign. It's going absolutely nowhere. And the people that are wasting their time waking up in the morning prosecuting this should be freaking ashamed, all right? There's real crimes going on in this world. There's real victims that you should be protecting, not some chick that got 200 bucks to stick her fingers up Robert Kraft behind. Get the hell off my lawn, Jupiter. Hey, you kids. Get
5: off- up-
2: Yeah, been a pretty, uh, it's been pretty interesting, has it not, uh, with uh, with Robert Kraft? It's going to get even more interesting now that the, certainly down here, it's going to be a zoo. It's always a zoo here. But now the judge is forcing him to make an appearance here uh, the oh, next court date. Yeah, they're forcing so him to be this, here.
1: Like, why? Like,
2: I, can't, I can't even tell you what that's going to be like here. I it's mean, crazy. Trump
1: used the term witch hunt, witch hunt all the time. This is a witch hunt. Oh. Like, what are you doing here? Like, seriously. Like, right now, like, I'd like to know how many cases right now in Jupiter, Florida, child abuse—some woman that's really being beat up—that's sitting on the desk, but yeah, the, you know, the prosecutor's too busy. They know, you know what? Uh, Judge, you know what? The uh, Nancy Grace and Evercourt court TV are covering it and stuff. Paul, mm-hmm. what's your take?
17: Well, first of all, I'm I'm pissed off about this whole thing because I've been trying to cajole one of these women. <laughs> to put their finger up my butt for 20 mm. years, and I, I somehow I don't have the secret sauce, and I haven't been able to get it done. I'm but surprised. Yeah, I've, I've
1: heard it's on the menu it's, everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's, it's,
17: everything is up for negotiation in these places. And you know, when you get to the end of the massage, there's this anticipation building up as to how you get from point A to point B. You know, they don't want to speak they you know they just well, want to point not that moment yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and and for the last 15 minutes of the massage you're not even thinking about the massage anymore you're just thinking about well how am I going to play this you know you know <laughs> but I will tell you this I have never gotten any indication that any of these women were victims of sex trafficking it always seems like they're happy-go-lucky women who are just trying to provide for their family and I'm not Indicting myself for doing anything illicit in these places, but I, I've just been around the block and I've been in a few of them. In fact, I've been I probably in Jupiter. I might even be on film. They might even have my DNA at this point.
1: <laughs> it's gonna yeah, be a little hectic. I, heck I it might you've been at
17: the, the Orchid Place. You said. <laughs> yeah, it might have been I there. Don't in even Jupiter. Know. I don't even know. I enjoy my massages, Gabe. I enjoy them in Asia more because they cost ten dollars as opposed to sixty dollars plus plus but anyway that's, this uh,
1: this segment didn't go where i thought it was gonna i was looking for no. i was looking more for the legal analysis uh, here, paul than how come they don't uh, they don't do this for me
2: <laughs> good intentions though that we had quality intentions but you know what scares me is I that like, see but
1: that's how you do it joe sorry but did we talk about it you got to get all the dirty laundry out Absolutely. Like Paul just, hey, I might be on video on Jupiter. See, it's out there now. Now there's no, you know, there's no shame coming. There's,
17: there's no intrigue, Gabe, but seriously, it's it's ridiculous. The, the, uh, the thing
1: that they're wasting as much taxpayers. But sorry, Joe, sorry, what you got, Joe? No,
2: I
17: mean, I, if I'm
2: crafting, and this is this is the judge, by the way, who's ruling on whether or not they're going to release the video. Like the judge knows the circus that's going to that's going to come by asking him and having him come to come to court so the only reason I can think that the judge wants that is because he wants that circus like this judge wants the cameras in the courtroom he wants everyone to be looking at me otherwise why the hell wouldn't you just rule on it and be why are you making him come to Florida and appear in front of you unless of course you want that notoriety I know it's different
1: states it's a different situation but just you know and you look at society the way that we are there's more interest in this and there's more money being spent in this than there is like in Tyreek Hill.
17: Or well, the Kardashians for
1: that matter. Like I'm saying, like you know what I mean? Like Tyreek Hill, kids broken arm and stuff, and it's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And you know, we're moving on. This, they're just, you know, the media all over. And as you stated, like, like so what? They like ESPN and sports networks are gonna have to be sent there now to mm-hmm. cover this because Robert Kraft is showing up. I mean, like it's this it's beyond it's beyond preposterous. It's a waste of time, but I guess we shouldn't be surprised by the state of Florida, Joe. Really,
2: like. Yeah, well, you know, local judge. Here we go. You know, wants his five minutes of fame here. You know, he doesn't have an O.J. case, but this is as close as he's got. Let's it's gonna, let's bring Robert Kraft. It'll backfire. You think yes, you're getting your,
1: you think you're getting your little fame? Whatever, bro. Like you, you, yeah. you're not gonna get promoted a couple years down the road. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the way this stuff works. Like they're rocking the boat, but I don't see what they're getting out of it. Okay, good for you. Kraft? You humiliated Robert Kraft and you pissed yes. off a couple of, you know, Goldman Sachs uh, bankers and stuff. Yes. Like, why? What do you get out of that? It's like them just screwing you down the road.
2: What are you going to ask him that you couldn't ask as attorneys? Like, is this you in the film? Like, what are you going to ask exactly that you need to have Kraft <laughs> there in they, person?
1: Dude, it's like, like it's a murder trial. They want to go. <laughs> oh, did you know like, the woman before? How long?
2: Yes, yes. Is uh, that uh, your what finger? Point,
1: at what point did yeah. you ask her to touch your, uh, your junk? Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: And, of course, you know, Paul, when this happened, me and Joe, I, I told Joe, I said, know, yeah, I bet you, of course, too. And uh, the cops, of course, they had to go and get a couple of, they had to go prove to make sure, right? I would say. Lo and say, behold, it turned out they went six times.
17: Look, my opinion on this has always been that the cops are hiding behind the veil of sex trafficking in order to justify this witch hunt. Sex it's the trafficking. same thing at
1: the Super Bowl, right? Oh, we, we had 148 victims of sex trafficking. No, you mean strippers and hookers that were trying to make a buck Super Bowl weekend. Right. I mean, they make it seem like, you know, there's like some sort of like private van being unleashed. I'm not saying there's not creeps out there and stuff, but this is why. I mean, they, they shoot too high. When they came out, sex, they, they charged them with sex trafficking or participating in sex trafficking. Nobody was trafficked. Right? I mean it's just it's it's a waste of taxpayers' dollars, but it is it is what it is. And people just love man, they love press conferences, they love like you said, Joe, they love court appearances and they're gonna Mm -hmm. be standing outside the courtroom with their news hits and all that crap. It's just it's ghoulish. Like they're more into this though than they are like serious stuff. Yep.
2: Yeah, and it's uh and it's ridiculous because I feel bad for the poor schleps, whose name was just before Kraft and just after Kraft on that list because where do people represent these guys? These poor guys got uh, got absolutely hosed. The whole world knows who they are. What the hell did they do?
17: There's no shame what? behind ruining people's lives because that's what's happening here. Yeah, um, exactly. Those innocent guys before and after and everybody else who's got been caught on film. They have families. They have wives. And for a very benign act that's harmless, that does uh, no harm to either party, uh, you, you know, it, it mushrooms into this.
1: All right. Um, so uh, very, very, like I said, very rare that uh, I'll be on this the side here. Listen, I think you know, Robert Kraft should pay a fine, should donate money to a woman's group, and, you know, do, do, do a little— um, you know, a little retribution, but at this point, like you're seeing the tape and all this other stuff. But All right, I'm going to jump into uh, some NBA basketball. we got Paul Bovey in the house, one of the best NBA cappers in the business, Raptors and Sixers. Some Brooklyn Nets talk and more.
3: If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call one 800 carmats WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America.
4: Improve visibility and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude Wiper Blades. Plus, earn double points during Old rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ensure clear vision in any weather and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude Wiper Blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 oreilly
5: Auto
10: Parts.
6: Are you, or someone you love,
11: dot com.
1: All right, morning. After it continues, Paul Bovey in studio with us. The good stuff uh, with Paul. We got uh, Joe Ranieri in Miami, uh, Florida. Got NBA basketball uh, tonight. All right, uh, so something we didn't get uh, into here. There's going to be a lot of free agency uh, talk coming up. Uh, with uh, free agency, what now? Two months away. July 1st is the big day. A lot of people are slam dunk convinced including, you know, if reports are true and uh, we all know that anything on the internet is true and everything in the media is always true, <laughs> but it, you know, it doesn't seem to be a, it's not a big secret, Paul. And I'll start with you, Paul. We'll throw to Joe. It's not a massive secret that Kevin Durant has been linked to the Knicks, you know, for months. And it's funny earlier in the year, the Knicks said buy 2019, 20 season tickets and a picture of Kevin Durant. He was in the warrior uniform, but they sort of had it. You couldn't really see the uniform too much. And even the league was like, guys, like, chill out here. I don't know what the hell happened when he came here. But former Golden State Warrior players are like, it's a done deal. He's going to the Knicks. Current Warrior players think he's going to the Knicks. A couple of other Warrior players think he's, they're not sure if it's the Knicks, but that he's leaving for sure. Kyrie Irving doesn't seem to fit in Boston as far as the city, and just, you know, he doesn't seem to be happy, but they're playing well right now, even though he lost the last game. Nevertheless, there's always talk about the Knicks, but now the Brooklyn rumors come up that Kevin Durant, uh, Kyrie Irving, and Kawhi Leonard will all be listening to the Brooklyn Nets, except the Nets don't have the same money the Knicks do, and even though the Knicks are kind of a circus, and we'll get into Dolan getting sued, too, that we didn't get into, and I like the Brooklyn Nets, but the New York Knicks are still the Knicks. And if Kevin Durant comes to New York or if Kyrie Irving comes to New York, I don't think it'll be with Brooklyn. I think it'll be with the New York Knicks. What do you think, Paul?
17: I'm praying, Gabe. I have Knicks season ticket oh, God. since nineteen eighty? Zion Williamson,
1: Kevin Durant oh. on the same team. Your tickets are going to be
17: times like four. So. I'm hemorrhaging. I had Knicks and Rangers in the 90s, and I relinquished the Rangers in the early 2000s and kept the Knicks. Bad decision. I would have had a couple nice runs with
6: with the the Rangers, Rangers,
17: and all I've had is blood with the Knicks. So I'm praying, and I I do think that good things are going to happen, and the garden is poised for it right now because when I went in for an upgrade the other day, my seats are good, they go... Oh, the club seats aren't in the upgrade area. I questioned why. Because you have to pay now a membership fee of $5,000 for club seats. So the Knicks are poised to ram it to the season ticket holders at some point. And now in my renewal, they called it a membership fee, which means that down the road, it's a seat license deal. So... I'm, I'm guessing you're going to be correct, and, and good things are going to happen. Well, There's better, too much they money. They better be
1: getting someone if they're, they're acting like this, considering how bad they've
17: been. Look, things come full circle. We know that. It's just that this has been a hell of a circle. I mean, a long circle.
1: Yeah, like the Patriots' circle of winning. Yeah,
17: 20-year <laughs> yeah. Okay. circle. Of- you know, it's good things yeah. are going to happen. It's just a question of who. If we have too much money, and, and the NBA has too much at stake here, too. That the
1: question ha- is to... Do they do they play together? Will Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant want to be together? I'm not so sure that that's gonna happen. Kyrie Irving wouldn't shock me if he ended up on the Brooklyn Nets, but Brooklyn don't really have that much money. They'll have money for one star player, and they've got a deal with D'Angelo Russell as well. Brooklyn had nice chemistry too, Joe. You know, you can, you know, to me, if I was Brooklyn, I wouldn't get too crazy. I get it. You want to sell tickets. I think this is just all speculation and all this other type of crap. But I do believe that the Knicks are going to strike gold. Um, You know, they'll get John Morant. They'll get uh, Zion Williamson. um, And they're going to get Kevin Durant and maybe Kyrie Irving. And Paul's tickets are going to be worth a hell of a lot more than they were before.
2: And that's why I think the Eastern Conference here and uh, the playoff run is so, so valuable to what's going to happen next year. Because, let's face it, if Kyrie wins a championship in Boston, in all likelihood, Anthony Davis is going, he's staying in Boston. He's not going to leave after winning yeah. a championship. Boston's not going to let him, which means Anthony Davis is going to Boston, which changes the landscape. Uh, Philadelphia's window is closing with all those guys. they got to make Davis,
1: Anthony Davis it's, is actually, his father said he would never play in Boston. Yeah. And and Boston, Boston are pretty, pretty maxed out, dude. Like, and that's the thing with Danny Ainge. That's just almost his problem. He keeps, he has good teams and he keeps adding all the time, right? So he doesn't let the team develop. He's almost put too many players on the court in Boston, but it wouldn't surprise me if he got all crazy. And I agree, Joe, like he's going to go after Anthony Davis for sure.
2: Yeah, well, again, but if they get bounced out this series against Toronto, then you know, Kyrie, good luck figuring out where Kyrie is gonna go. But if they actually make a make a play and they make it to the finals, uh, and heaven forbid actually win another championship for Boston, he's not going anywhere, guys. Uh, he, did
1: leave, gonna... he did leave Cleveland after winning a title.
2: Yeah, but I. It, this is like, I don't different like... though. He was number in the shadow one, of LeBron. Number the, one. He's gonna be the man there in Bo- if they win a title, Boston's it's gonna be because not of Kyrie.
1: Number one, Boston, well, they're not winning
2: the NBA title. They could very well make it to the finals, though. So, you know, that's even that changes the landscape a little bit. And so does, listen, what happens if Kawhi wins in Toronto? Is Kawhi just going to run away? Is he going to sign another one-year deal? Who wins this people, Eastern Conference is going to determine where these guys are going next year.
1: Nah, but people are sort of like, bring that up, that it matters how far they go with, with Kawhi Leonard and stuff and the Celtics. If Kyrie Irving doesn't like it there, he doesn't like it there, right? And he'll just look at it. I don't think they care that much. I hear what you're saying. It's hard if you win a championship to lead, but we've already seen Kyrie Irving do it. Kawhi Leonard, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to predict what the hell this guy is going to do. I think he'll stay, but just because I think he's tired, I don't think he likes moving around all the time, but you know, we're, we're just speculating. But um, at least, like... The NBA is a better place if the Knicks are competitive. Absolutely. And even at Brooklyn and, you know, just New York, they love basketball, but there's been not a whole hell of a lot to love. And the Brooklyn Nets gave something here this year. It was
17: entertaining, but people are dying for like a Nick run right now. Let's let's talk about KD's reputation for a second. And I think he's got something, some work to do, because when he jumped ship to Golden State, he fielded a lot of criticism for just uh, yeah. bandwagoning on a winner. So if he puts a team on his back. The fact back... that he's
1: won the, the final MVP twice has taken some of that off. Because he's their best player. It's not like he's riding their coattails, but I totally know what you mean. So. That's why I think he's going to come to New York. When he was in Oklahoma City, he had to share the spotlight with Westbrook. He had to share the ball with Westbrook. Now he scores 35 points a game in three straight playoff games and still has to share the ball with guys. I think he wants to be like LeBron of the East. It's my team, my city, my brand. He'll be the biggest star in New York City since Derek Jeter.
17: Yeah, but think about it. If he wins with the Knicks and puts this team on his back, he's created his legacy, a real legacy. Because when you win in New York, when you win in New York, you've accomplished something. Look at Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter's great, 1996. Boom, they win the World Series and a string of them after. Eric Jeter is an icon in New York. Same deal.
1: Yeah, we're getting, uh, I'm saying Boston ain't going to win. Let's get ahead Boston's of ourselves. Not the gonna win. yeah.
17: Boston's not going to win. Boston's, by the way, I, I don't agree with Joe. I, I don't think Boston can make it to the finals, and I think Milwaukee's going to get by him. I liked Boston
1: before the series started, and I felt good about it after game one. Milwaukee got back on track, and now I'm just sort of in nowhere's land uh, with this series.
17: Milwaukee just looks like they have a spring in their step. Look, they came in with a lot of pressure on them. Uh, they're losing seven last year. They're expected to win. They're in as big favorites, and they just laid an egg. And Bledsoe, what was he, one for five in the first game? They didn't shoot well from beyond. And then they come out last game, 20 of 47 from beyond. Bledsoe gets back into his groove, and they just look like the better, faster uh, more disciplined team.
1: It's amazing how though people people panic and the the reactions after team loses after team a uh, team loss. You know, look, Milwaukee lost one game in the playoffs and people abandoned ship right after. Oh, they're done. They can't win. Boston's gonna beat them. Like now, Boston who had won five in a row suddenly, ooh, Boston are in a lot of trouble against Milwaukee. But nevertheless, we got a game tonight: the Toronto Raptors and the Philadelphia 76ers. Jimmy Butler stepped up, an epic performance. Uh, Man, you got to give him credit. He was an assassin uh, in game two. Me and Joe talked about it quite a bit throughout the week. And you look at the numbers, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid held to 18 points. They still win the game anyway. Now they go back home. Raptors have been a very good uh, road team. Raptors uh, usually respond uh, well off of a loss. Raptors also feel pressure when they play at home. So I don't really have a problem with them going on the road. Uh, here tonight. Not a lot of respect for the Philadelphia 76ers, though. Talking about a three seed that's a home underdog, what's your take on the game, Paul?
17: Favorites that lose in the playoffs over the last 15 years have bounced back about 58% of the time. So it's a favorable spot for Toronto, and there's regression in terms of what what Philly did. And I think the Toronto Rafters missed a lot of open shots the other day. I mean, a plethora of them and they still only lose the game by five points. I mean, look no further than Pascal. He goes 12 or 15. Uh, first game last game. What was he? Nine or 25. The team just did not shoot well. And as far as Jimmy Butler, 30 points last game, the prior four games, he averages 11. So I think he, We'll also experience some regression tonight. His over and under is 18 and a half. And if I could get 19, I'm going low on Jimmy Butler. Joe, what do you think about the game tonight? I think the Raptors missed, uh, they took 29 wide
2: open shots in the game. They only made nine of them, 31%. That's not happening, which tells me Philadelphia didn't do something extraordinary defensively with 29 open shots, nobody within six feet. They just sucked Toronto. And I can promise you they're not going to suck tonight from 31% with wide open shots. I don't understand the total. What exactly did Philadelphia do defensively to drop the total three and a half points than what we had at the closing line the previous game? Uh, to me, this is going to be a much better game for Toronto. They're going to score a lot more points than they did last game.
1: Yeah, every, basically, though, the the unders have just been free money for the Toronto Raptors. It's just, it's been constant, uh, constant unders. I think the total, and I don't like betting unders, but what's the number now, Two sixteen and a half.
2: Yeah, but what, I mean, they're not going to shoot nine of 29 with wide open, you know, wide open shots. That's not going to happen with Toronto tonight.
17: Not only that, every shot they made inside the arc, except for one, was in the paint. Paint, right. <laughs> so this this team is, you're going to see great improvement tonight on the road. Um, as far as Simmons goes and not scoring last game, and I'm going under his 14 and a half tonight, I already did. His job is to lock up Leonard. That's his job. He only had six points the other night, so I think that's going to take away from his offense. The
2: Raptors and, and have, the lack of bench too, by the way, for Philadelphia. They're at home. Even those ter- horrific role players and bench players, they're going to be more comfortable shooting in their building than they were on the road. So I, I think the over is in play.
1: Um, well, the bench, the Raptors bench has been non-existent. Like, no, but just,
2: Philly's bench is even worse.
1: Philly's bench has dominated the series. Yeah, like, which they, is crazy. Yeah, they've, they've dominated the series. Like Philly's bench has stepped up. Like it's like twenty-one to four every game, twenty-one to two. You can't score on the Raptors. Like, the Raptors have played seven playoff games. Six of them have gone under the number. Um, You know, like, uh, in fact, the Raptors have only given up more than 96 points once in the playoffs. And that was the first game of the playoffs. Even the game they just lost, they only gave up 94 points.
2: Philly's going to push the pace tonight, too, at home, like they did against Brooklyn. They're not going to sit back and wait for them to get set. i
17: like the overture.
11: That's 800-223-0992.
10: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me
11: that's
3: 800-984-4207. No,
1: it's crazy, I'm actually looking at, I got Mike Smith's uh, bio up here, and um, me and Mike Smith share the same birthday, Paul. Yeah. August the 10th.
17: He's 55,
1: is he? He's 53. He's five years old. He was born in 65. I was born in 70. Wow. Uh, August the 10th. That is awesome. Yeah, some of the uh, some of the horses that, uh, uh, known horses. I like this, Palace Malice, instead of Malice at the Palace.
12: Yeah. It's
1: great, pa- right, Palace
12: right, right, Malice. Right,
1: right. Unbridled song, Vindication, Thunder Gulge. Uh, he wrote. Although it was Gary Stevens that rode Thunder Gulch in the um, in uh, in the Kentucky Derby. All right, so we're talking about the Raptors, uh, the Raptors and Philadelphia 76ers and the total guys here. So Paul, you were saying as we went to the break, you've already pulled the trigger on the over in this game. Well, you were you expecting uh, Philadelphia to pick the pace up at home and uh, the tempo to increase? But we should note, as I stated. Uh, The Raptors have not only gone under six of their seven playoff games uh, this year, they've sailed under. Like, nobody's scored on them. They gave up 104 points in the first game. Since then, they've given up 82, 93, 85, 96, 95, and 94.
17: Well, I think Philly's home, and that's going to help things out. And I I agree with Joe. You're going to see a faster pace, and you're buying into a number today, which is a four-point drop-off from the other night. So there's value in the number. That number from the other night was wrong by like 30 plus points. Well, you can make a, a case that, that things are wrong. Just like you could say the like last the
1: game one. And I love betting overs. Like I love, and I sort of crossed my mind briefly. I'm like, man, it's got to pick up a bit. Got to pick up a bit the tempo and pace, but it just hasn't, and they are not even
17: coming close. That's just my
1: thing with these with these
17: games. Well that's just the essence of betting. You gotta catch a number when there's value in it. Everything is about value. So the other mm-hmm. night at two twenty I don't see any value in it. At two sixteen, I could see the rafters putting up I don't know, 112, 114. Mm-hmm. And I, I I think it's a very reasonable play here and I think it goes over.
1: All right, we got level three coming up. We got Mike Smith. Talk more NBA basketball, we'll get into some NFL futures and more. Morning after continues Fantasy Sports Radio Television Network
0: What the f- happened last night you find out the morning after Let's do this thing
1: All right let's roll The morning after continues. We're into a level three show uh, flying by here this morning. We got Paul Bovey. You can find his picks over at uh, VegasInsider.com. We'll talk some more basketball uh, with Paul before we're done. We're going to talk Kentucky Derby. Uh, We got Mike Smith, one of the best uh, jockeys of all time, literally and figuratively, will be joining us on the program. Uh, We've got the Toronto Raptors and the Philadelphia 76ers on board uh, this evening in in a very, very important game. Um, at least for from a Raptor perspective, I don't want to be down 2-1. I don't want the stress of going into Sunday needing to get the split, but the Raptors have been very resilient uh, on the road uh, this year. They've been a very good uh, road team. Um, NHL hockey last night, the Islanders one step closer to the end after losing to, uh, to Carolina, and then the Dallas Stars step up and in, and you know, if there's been a lot of talk about the potential ratings right now in the National Hockey League playoffs uh, moving forward. San Jose is good for them. San Jose is a pretty big market. California is a big market. San Jose are a somewhat popular uh, team. And uh, Dallas it wouldn't be bad either. Texas is big. This Carolina-Columbus stuff isn't uh, isn't going well uh, right now. I'm curious to see what the uh, the ratings are going to be like as uh, as we move forward but i see uh, from awful announcing they have some ratings from um that are in right now and it's amazing man like buffalo buffalo we're talking about the city of buffalo the sabers are never in the playoffs yet they watch the most it's like buffalo, pittsburgh, vegas, st louis, minnesota the biggest hockey markets the lowest hockey yeah. markets uh, among the lowest, Anaheim, Orlando. New Jersey, Florida, <laughs> yeah, you go. L.A., Arizona. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically where it's all like hot out
2: there. That's going to change, though. Coach Q is going to change it, man. It's going to be one of the biggest hockey markets.
1: Yeah, you know what? He's a hell-, Quedville's a hell of a coach. It sounds like you're on the bandwagon, Joe.
2: Absolutely.
1: You, you can get season tickets. It won't be like the Knicks. They're not going to ask you $5,000 to take a piss. <laughs> no, that they won't. $5,000. I think that you get to play in one game for the Panthers.
2: <laughs> and it's air conditioned.
1: You get to sit on the bench for the year. You get to play one game. Right.
2: College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit
17: discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply.
8: Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies Worldwide, use Indeed to hire. Post your job at indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits.
18: Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. But They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help,
1: morning after Fantasy Sports Radio, television Net- networks. i have Gable Morazzi, Midtown Manhattan. Joe Ranieri is in uh, Florida. All right, uh, we've got uh, the NBA this evening. Just one game uh, tonight, NHL hockey uh, this evening. You've got Boston and Columbus. Very, very uh, rabid place right now, Columbus. The Jackets are feeling it. Uh, they're on a roll uh, right now. The goalie is playing incredible hockey. They seem to be in the Boston Bruins' heads a little bit. And um, one thing we'll say about this game tonight, guys, and and about the whole you know, the punch in the back of the head and stuff, it does remind me, and you know, the Leafs the Leafs fell into this a little bit. And we talked about it during the Leaf Bruins series. Whenever the Leafs were like taking the body and they tried to get physical, and they actually out hit and out physical the Boston Bruins. And everybody going into the series said. They don't match up well with Boston and Boston or, 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 or Toronto or Finesse and blah, blah. But the problem was Toronto would, like, win this little battle and they would, like, nail someone in the corner, but they would lose the game because it took them off their focus. You know, that, that's not their game, really. Like they So they weren't in their zone. The Montreal Canadiens are a team that I've seen over the years have had some of the most success against the Boston Bruins. And the Canadians are just really good at – Instigating them and getting the Bruins to take penalties and to slash you. And I remember I was thinking about this last night. Yeah, I remembered the series against Montreal with PK Subban, in which they squirted him with a water bottle. Like even the Bruins organization was pissed at its own players. They're like, "You guys are just bush league." So they were. They squirted Buddy with a water bottle. They actually cut the guy. They they trade. They got rid of him right after Thornton, uh, Sean Thornton, and. They took a bunch of dumb penalties and stuff, and the Bruins just sort of like they're like bullies. They get frustrated. So I see what Columbus, Porterello, Joe, you and I talked about it yesterday, and you brought it up. Tortorella didn't take the bait. Remember when they was asked, Mm -hmm. what do you think about the punch in the back of the head? He goes, I'm not saying anything about that.
6: He goes, what do you think
1: I think? I got nothing to say. And I realized after, I was like, he's not playing the game, Joe. It's not going to be one of these back and forths. Why he did this and then that and in the media and all that. I think Tortorella thinks, "No, nah, this is good. I got Marshawn all pissed off and hitting people because he's not scoring. We got him frustrated. Don't don't give him anything. I like the I like the attitude here. It comes down to Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky's been saving the man, and just when you have a goalie that's you know playing that good, it can frustrate the other team. And I know a lot of people are going with the zigzag, and you oh, know, Boston's going to come back tonight. I don't think so. I think Columbus get it done again tonight, and I actually think the same thing in the other game tonight, where there's almost this automatic feeling that oh, Colorado's not going to lose two in a row at home. Ah, they can lose two in a row at home, and I think they will lose two in a row at home. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go with the San Jose Sharks and the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight, Joe.
2: For what it's worth, I'll tell you the uh, the markets early on, three different steam moves to the uh, to the over, which has pushed it from five to five and a half. So they it looks like maybe the uh, the Sharps are expecting a, uh, maybe a goal or two more than uh, anticipated because uh, three different times already today we've seen that steam come in uh, pushing it to five and a half.
1: I'd like to do the math, and maybe I will when I have time on a weekend or something. We'll add it all up. But somebody told me last night that it was 60% to the over in the NHL playoffs. I believe it's higher. I think it's higher. Like I don't, I can't recall four out of ten games staying. It's, it's amazing, man. They just, they get there. You get empty net goals, or the, there's explosions. There'd be no goals for a period, and there's four goals uh, in a period. But two games in the, in the NHL uh, tonight, um, and uh, we'll, we'll recap uh, our picks before we're done here. We'll break it down on game time decisions. But uh, Mike Smith's gonna join us in a couple of minutes. So let's get into a little uh, football. As uh, Paul, the the draft is come and gone now, and you see now all most of the sports books starting to lock props in now. You know, a lot of you know futures, win totals, division odds. There's always injuries that can happen, but that's that that's baked into the cake when you start betting the numbers uh, right now. But uh, talk to me about some of the teams uh, that you like, and I know you've already pulled the trigger on a ticket or two.
17: The team I like the most, uh, and I'm not just feeding into show here, it's it's the Bills. And uh, I'm a Buffalo guy because I go back to Buffalo since 77, my first year of college. Was there for the big snowstorm. You know, it's epic in Buffalo. The electric uh, company days. But yeah, you're not a Bills yeah. fan, right? Well, I, I actually... Used to go watch the Buffalo Braves practice, and I was the only one in the gym. So I have kind of followed Buffalo yeah, teams for Buffalo o- o- over the years. Like when it comes I, down
1: I've, to it, you're a Giant fan, right? I'm
17: I'm a Giant fan, and uh, yeah, I'm not going to go into their draft picks and number six because everybody's beaten that to death. But I do like the Bills here. I I separate my heart from my wallet. I'm at very good or at six six d- and a half. I have it at six and a half. Yeah. Okay, I have it six and a half, and, and got to look at scheduling first. They play the NFC East. They're in a division where it's a very winnable division versus the Jets and the Dolphins and even New England. Everybody can throw rocks at me, but they can win one of those two games. They played him competitively last year, one game with Derek Anderson. The second game, just a lot of drop passes, notably by Clay and Zay Jones. Uh, But Josh Allen played 12 games last year. His numbers weren't great passing wise, but running wise, the guy was a machine. I think he had like six hundred and eighty nine yards. John Brown was so much better when he came back from
1: injury. Josh Allen, it was almost, you know, when when he was on when he got injured, he had, you know, five weeks or whatever it was to just sort of practice, get better, watch the speed of the game. He was a great running quarterback after. He's got a cannon for an arm, didn't
17: have a ton of weapons, but the development of Josh Allen was a positive one. Yeah, and I think he was overshadowed in a lot of respects by Baker Mayfield. So nobody was watching Josh Allen. And, and to me, Josh Allen offers a lot of pro, uh, promise regardless of what, what Jalen Ramsey says. I, I do think Josh Allen is, is here to stay. And the fact that John Brown can now stretch the field, and they have a four-headed monster now in the backfield because they signed Frank Gore, who incredibly at age 36 is still thriving in the NFL. He's 11 of 13 years over 961 yards the last 13 years. Last year only 761, but a 4.6 yards per carry average. Uh, You can't cut the guy. He just keeps getting it done, but he's an enigma. You know, their backfield is interesting. LaShawn McCoy, not getting any younger.
1: Uh, you bring in Frank Gore. They just recently signed TJ Yeldon. And then it was somewhat a surprise, Joe. Then they turn around and they drafted Devin Singletary, the kid out of FAU. Very fun like him, running Gabe. back, this kid. Good yep. running back. Yeah. I know you yeah, don't like the like Bills it, draft, but they've really, almost every player they've signed this year, either free agency or the draft, has been a solid football player.
2: Yeah, that kid Singleton out of FAU. I've seen him play a whole bunch of times. Uh, he's perfect for Buffalo. You really, I'm given how old the uh, the average age in the running back position is. You're gonna really like this kid. Yeah, he, he can do it all. Point. I'm yeah, an
1: FAU can... guy, by the way. Uh, defensively, uh, defensively, like the draft picks. Um, Ed mm-hmm. Oliver, solid pick. Solid. Uh, the Ford kid, offensive tackle, Oklahoma, rock solid. The defense last year, solid. It's not a lot of wins. Um, You know, we're asking to get to seven right now. As you stated, you have a rebuilding Miami Dolphin football team. You have a Jet team that the Bills and the Jets, I think, are pretty equal to. Uh, The Patriots are tough. And then you mentioned the NFC East. All right. You know what I mean? Giants. Bills are at the Giants in week two. You know, the Bills open up at the New York Jets week one. At New York Giants week two.
17: And home against Cincinnati, in which is three. a very winnable game. So I'm I'm comfortable with the Bills at six and a half, and I I think they'll go over the number, and I think they've pushed it up. I got it six and a half fifteen. I got more. I got the majority of it six and a half thirty five, six and a half forty, and now I think in the Westgate is six and a half one eighty. I checked last night.
1: Let me check and see what uh, Fanduel is uh, doing here. He's not the only one, Joe, uh, liking the Buffalo Bills season win total over the number, and uh, I am one of them. I think I think the Buffalo Bills at minimum would be a seven and nine football team, but they look like they could be an eight and eight, nine and seven team to me. This is a football team that two years ago uh, was nine and seven. Uh, the problem is the AFC is freaking good, but as Paul alluded to, you know they're, they're playing the. Um, we're playing the NFC East, which is very, very manageable as well. We'll get you all these numbers. I'm Mike Smith joining us next.
11: Hi,
12: I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California Blue goo a try call one 888 330 and you'll receive a one week supply of blue goo absolutely free the makers of blue goo are even paying the shipping the number again is one 888 330 if you want more information on blue goo visit online at www.dodogoo.com now available at select big five stores near you being a new parent
13: means every high and low you can imagine
1: All right, fun show this morning. Morning after Fantasy Sports Radio Television Network, American Forces Radio Network, uh, iHeart Radio, Sports Byline Affiliates, and everything else in between. I'm Gabriel Morenzi in Midtown Manhattan. Joe Ranieri is in Miami, Florida. Uh, Yesterday, we talked Kentucky Derby with Kenny Rice, and we enjoyed uh, doing it. Uh, Now let's uh, talk Kentucky Derby with a man who's uh, won the Kentucky Derby. Uh, before a couple of times, actually, a Hall of Fame uh, jockey, one of the best in the business, and a man that everybody in the studio got very excited about. when I told them the one and only Mike Smith will be joining us on the morning show. Mike, good morning. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us this morning. Thanks for having me. I know you must be a little bit disappointed. Uh, Omaha Beach is a scratcher, but as somebody that owned a harness race, uh, brief uh, harness race, horse, briefly, I understand, Disappointment's part of the horse racing business, Mike, isn't it?
18: <laughs> yes, it certainly is, man. It's it's, it's a tough part, but uh, it happens, uh, believe it or not, sometimes quite often. You know, these are animals, live animals, we're dealing with, and, and you know, one little bitty hiccup, and you're and you're off off track, you know. So, but the good thing is, the horse is going to be fine. It's nothing, you know, life threatening, and uh, we'll we'll live to fight again. So.
1: So what is your what is your weekend look like now? What does your schedule go to, and what uh, what are some of the races it's that you pretty, focus in on now? Pretty
18: much, the, it, it pretty much the same as it was before. To be honest with you, I've, I've got several to ride, got some other really really good horses and races to ride in, and uh, so I'm just going to concentrate on those and, and uh, see if we can still have a big week, man. There's some, some other you know wonderful races as well.
2: Yeah, you know, Mike, I got to ask you, too, the decision, it, it's a, its amazing how everybody was focused on, you know, what's Mike Smith going to do, Omaha Beach Roadster, uh-huh. um, but I don't think a lot of people understand just how tough a decision that is for somebody like you in that position. Can you kind of just walk us through? I mean, you're basically handicapping the horses yourself, too, right? I mean, you want to win, don't you? And you don't want to piss everybody off, so it, it's a tough decision yeah, for you.
18: Was, yeah, that one was probably the toughest, I'd have to say, in my career, uh you know, having to pick between two horses and then, uh, you know, just coming off of winning the triple crown for, for one of the, you know, for the trainer of Roadster and Bob Baffert. And, but, uh, you know, I was, there were great connections. Everybody was really good about everything before I made my decision. So there was no, was there going to be any ill feelings? It was just a matter of who I thought was the horse for this race, period. Not, not who I thought was the best horse, just the, the horse that I thought that was going to be Better suited for this race, and I, I truly believed it was Omaha, and and, and, and still do. Uh, and then to watch him train the way he was training over this track, I was even even more confident and excited about you know about my choice. And you know now things have just totally changed. This is part of the game, and you and you move on, you know.
2: I'm guessing you're going to be rooting for Roadster here. Or are you? We going to be cheering oh, for yeah. Roadster I, here in this I'm race?
18: A, <laughs> they got a, they got a, they got a glorified cheerleader now, man. I'll, I'll be cheering for them. If I don't, if I don't ride the race, I'll be, I'll, I'll be hoping he wins it.
1: And as far as capping the race, um, is does Roadster become uh, the horse to beat now? When you, when you're handicapping this race, how do you look at it, and how much of an impact uh, does the weather have coming into this? There's a lot of talk about Omaha Beach and the Arkansas Derby and the rain. But improbable raced in the rain as well in the slop, and we were talking about it earlier, Mike, in which we don't know. I mean, there's people always ask who who's good in the slop, who's good in the soup, but I guess you don't know until the horses ran in the slop, right?
18: Yeah, you really don't. Improbable is going to have a big chance. Roach is going to have a huge chance, but I, I I still think the horse to beat, and, and still thought that going in, even when I was in, it was a game winner uh even even defeat you know you got to run your a-plus race to beat him he's tough tough horse to beat i think he'll get the mile and a quarter and i still think he's the horse to beat him in, in, in my opinion and saying that there's some other horses been training very well uh bill mott's uh horse that won the wood memorial is going to be really tough uh, Waterwheel, uh drew uh a horrible post but he's training extremely well uh Maximum strength training, good. There. I mean, it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a race. But I would, I would have to say, if I had to choose one, if you gave me a choice, uh, either either be Roadster or a uh, game winner.
17: Mike, this is uh just a general question. Obviously, you've stayed in the game a long time, overcome a few serious injuries, notably a broken collarbone, a fractured vertebrae. What do you attribute your longevity to? How have you remained at the top of your game even at the tender age of, uh, I think it's 53? By the way, we met at Del Mar over the summer.
18: Oh, quite right, good. Well, you know, it's just, you know, I made, you know, physical fitness a way of life, and I, I, when I was in my early 20s, and I really just, I've really stuck with it. Uh, probably because I enjoy it so much. You know, I love feeling good. It makes you feel good. It keeps you. Happy, healthy, fit, strong. Uh, it's great for your mental as well. Um, you know, I think it's paid off in in my later years in life, my longevity is is, is, is because of, of of training and working out and eating right, you know, taking care of your body. So Mike, tell us
1: about some of the horses that you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be riding this week that we should keep our eye on.
18: Uh the two most notable would be McKenzie and, and, and Marty's Freedom. I mean they're both gonna have a big shot see if i can if i can do some good man i got a i got an outside shot in in, in the oaks too with a philly called motion emotion that i did it's gonna be a tough race but she's not without a chance to run well so those will be my best shots and and uh, matter of fact gonna get ready ahead of the track as we speak right now so i'm gonna have to have to get off guys man but i appreciate talking to you and We'll see what happens. Hopefully, I can still have a big week, man. It's going to be a fun derby to watch, watch regardless, you know.
1: Well, I'll be backing you, you because, will. yeah, well, I'll be backing you. I know you're going to have a big weekend uh, here. At, you know, hey, the horse racing business works in, in mysterious uh, ways, but nobody knows that uh, more than you, it a does. Triple Crown winner, Mike. <laughs>
18: <laughs> you know, yeah, no, it, it really does. You don't know what can happen, man. That's one thing about a horse racing, man. Stick around long enough, something will change and go your way all of a
1: sudden. That's the beauty of it. Thanks for the time, chat. Huh?
18: Uh, you bet, guys. Man, thanks for having me on. Thank you, sir. Bye. It was
1: Mike Smith. That first thing uh, when Mike was coming on, uh, as uh, Joe, as uh, Paul, Paul uh, admired the guns. Right? He's like, damn! Look at Mike Smith. He's got it going on here.
17: 53. he's got guns. He's got an eight pack. It's uh, amazing what he's done at this age. But you could tell he's committed to his diet. He's committed to his training regimen. Jockeys don't. Get into their 50s and stay on top of the game. But Mike is the enigma, and he's just been able to get it done. So credit to Mike, and he's overcome injuries. Riding horses, one of the most dangerous things you could possibly do. Uh, Every uh, decade or so, there'll be tragedy on the track. And to overcome injury psychologically and physically is an amazing thing, and Mike has been able to do that.
1: That's a good point, actually, and Joe. It's sort of like a baseball player, right? And I don't know if you've ever been hit in the face um, or hit with a pitch. Like Ellis Valentine was a player, and he got he broke his like his cheekbone with a pitch. Remember, he wore like a little football thing after, and he never really was the same after. And he admitted, he goes, yeah, I was never comfortable in the box ever again.
17: You know, there was Tony Canigliaro from the 60s, same deal. He yeah. got hit in the face, and he was never the same yeah, player. He said,
1: yeah, it's just you just sort of flinch a little bit, but it's like this with jockeys too, right? Once you, know, you break your neck, you break your collarbone mm. falling off a horse, you get trampled, yeah, yeah, you might be a little bit more cautious you know, coming around a turn next time to to get rid of that fear again and I saw that firsthand actually with with our drivers, even in the harness industry, I'd get pissed off sometimes. How come he didn't go here and he'd do that, and somebody would tell me they go because he's older, bro, He's yeah. not going to risk his you know Joe. because I was like our other guy did you're like, yeah, cause he's twenty six and he's a nut job, that other kid. So yeah. like you well, know' it's, it, 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 people don't realize how freaking dangerous this stuff is for the drivers.
2: Yeah, and it's a good thing he was. It was a good thing he is 50. Mike Smith is the only guy that could actually turn to Bob Baffert and tell him, Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm going to ride another horse in the Kentucky Derby. Not many guys can pull that off except Mike Smith.
1: Especially after winning
2: a triple crown with them, right? Yeah. That's like real. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That tough decision, you're damn right. But Mike Smith's the only guy that could actually look Baffert in the face and be like, Yeah, thanks. Thanks for justified, dude. But I'm going to go with Mandela's horse. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, but basically, I, I like the fact that he basically told us I'm going with game winner after all this. Yep. <laughs> I'm going with game. Why not go mm-hmm. with game winner? Go with maximum security. Um but maximum security you talked about it, Joe. Slow pace in Florida, right? Are you concerned about that? Like well, what's your take on the horse? You saw him in person.
2: Yeah. I mean, my whole thing with watching him at Gulfstream was nobody pushed him. So I can tell you this, he's, he's going to be a front runner. If nobody pushes him and allows him to dictate the pace, you're not catching him. All right. The the last three and a half, you're not doing it. He's going to win this race. So somebody has got to go out there and somebody has got to push the tempo with him. If you let him dictate, this race is over.
17: Paul, it's too many horses in the race. Uh, they will push the pace somebody's yeah. going to step up and uh i think you'll see
1: oh yeah for shattered 20 something now, 19 yeah, yeah, yeah they
2: better be
17: because he you'll do numbers, exactly yeah. what he
2: did yep he'll do exactly what he did there it's just he'll he'll slow you to death and before you know it you can't catch him you know uh joe
1: there was once 23 horses in this race before yes yeah well, they fit them yeah. all on the track 20, 23 freaking horses man
2: you know, um, don't forget the last since 2000, the last 19 winners have all come from the auxiliary gates. So they're all coming from the outside, people.
1: Yeah, the the, the gate, the, the 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 post position. You know, I, I do like this Roadster horse. I do think Roadster is going to be in the mix. Uh, I'm looking at Maximum Security. I was intrigued by Omaha Beach. I liked, you know, I I I thought he was favored for a reason. And you know, we were talking about the numbers, or you know, the the buyer numbers. We know more now about horses than we've ever freaking known uh, before. So I, I was sort of buying in uh, here, but you know, I'm getting into this though. I'm I'm looking at this, and I think Roadster. I'm gonna have in my exotics, and Game Winner will definitely be someone I'll be taking a look at here, even though I don't like the the the, uh, the post position.
2: Sure. 19 winners have broke from post 15 or higher. Nine of the last 19 have started anywhere from post 15 to 20. Wow. Yeah, but what's crazy
1: is but nobody wins from 17, 18, 19 or 20.
2: It's coming from that auxiliary gate. All right, we'll
1: we'll hit this and more. Get back into the NBA. Take a look at somebody's uh let's take a look at somebody's player props. I know Bovey's loading up on the player props and uh, maybe we'll jump in as well. And uh the Prez is gonna join us. No.
9: 888- andro400.com.
6: Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack it's free and available right now that's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack visit today
2: All right guys, swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball with who dailyroto.com. You can become the 8th daily roto lineup optimizer user to win a million bucks in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament. You can become one of the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars using these lineup optimizers. Bottom line, if you're not if you are playing MLB DFS and you're not using dailyroto.com, you got to ask yourself, what are you doing here? All right, enter the promo code FNTSY, get yourself a 10% discount. Get those lineup alerts, the projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and, of course, the use of those same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. It's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package, only at DailyRoto.com. Promo code FNTSY. Go get that 10% discount today.
1: And I'll be using Daily Roto a little bit later on uh, this afternoon on Game Time Decisions to help me put together a single game showdown lineup. For the Philadelphia 76ers and the Toronto Raptors, let's blast through some of the props. I've got the point uh, total for uh, players up uh, here right now. We don't have to analyze each player, but I'll just sort of blast uh, through them. Joe and uh, Paul, feel free to jump in if you like uh, one of these guys. Start off Marc Gasol over under eight and a half points. Bueller? Mm. Bueller, anybody? Points, no, huh? No, Eight no, I'm sorry. All right, we'll keep moving. What was he, 1-6 last game from right here? Nah, yeah, he he's not there six to six shoot through? much. He shoots a three yeah. or two. It's all defense with him. Mm. Danny Green, over under nine and a half. 1⁄2. Sergi Baca has been freaking non-existent.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, the problem was with Ibaka, man. You know, Ibaka was starting this year. He's a starter, and he was playing well. And when Gasol came, he went to the bench, and he's not the type of guy. He's like a running back, Joe, that... You can't just give him two touches. Like, Ibaka's not Jamal Crawford coming off the bench and hitting threes, bro. He's a big dude. Like, he needs to play a bit and get into the game. And, you know, he can't. He never plays well when they play him. Like, the, the rotations were whacked. All right. Kawhi Leonard, Paul. 29 and a half. So he dropped 45 and 35 so far in this series in the two games.
17: It's still a little frothy for me, and I'm gonna lay back on that. I I just think Simmons will commit to the defense on on Leonard, and and you make a good point. The guy's been lights out, but I don't like going over those numbers. Let's say the Raptors. Get a lot into, of points. You you get into a blowout situation, and we've seen that happen multiple times in the playoffs, and you're screwed.
1: All right, let's bring the prez in uh, right now. We'll Get his take on this uh, raptor game and, of course, the the NHL this evening. The prez slept about ten minutes, What's I think. Up, What's up, prez?
16: How are you? How are you, Gabe? You doing well?
1: Thank you for joining us. It's, I know it's early for you.
16: <laughs> Gabe, I'm still got my towel on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I I no don't idea. stand oh, yeah. up, Prez. I was just oh, gonna no. say,
1: like, don't stand up, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> dude,
16: I woke I woke up at eleven thirty-six. it's now eleven forty, and I still got my hair done. Pretty good. You're on TV
1: four minutes later. I realized this morning, I'm like, God damn. I'm like, man, Prez doesn't wake up or it, I really should have sent him this email last night. You think? Well, you dude, you're on every Thursday morning at eleven forty, Prez.
16: Okay, well, not next Thursday. I'm traveling. I'm in Vegas. I, I, actually, I'll be flying home. Of course, you will be. All
1: right, I'll, I'll always something with you, prez. All right, listen. We'll get down to business. I'm your, ready to go, baby. Yeah, before your towel falls off. So, <laughs> Raptors, <laughs> Ra- Raptors, and uh, Raptors and Sixers. Little live movement, guys. Raptors now minus one and a half in the total. I think Paul and Joe, you guys just moved the number one up to two seventeen. Nice. Uh, up to an even 2.17. Before we get to the hockey press, basketball tonight, Raptors, Sixers, who you got?
16: Uh, Gabe, I took the under in both the first two games, and they were easy winners. Uh, I like the under again tonight, but not as much as I did when it was slightly higher. Uh, I think the play is on the Raptors. You know, I, I get that Philadelphia won the last game and dominated the game uh, for a lot of it. But what the Raptors showed coming back from 17 and getting it into a one-possession game was a lot of moxie. And the team played really, really bad. Their shooting percentage was horrific. Um, I think the Raptors go into Philly and lay the smackdown tonight. I think minus one and a half is a steal. Uh, I wouldn't even mind you playing an alternate line and taking it all the way up to four or five. Uh, I think they win tonight, and I think they win the next game as well. I think this is a mismatch.
1: Wow. Confidence for the Raptors. I'm getting scared as a Raptor fan. Paul? Paul Bovey. Hey,
16: Paul. Look, how are you, buddy? Nice triceps.
17: Great. <laughs> uh, great, man. Great. Uh, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I, I'm on the Raptors tonight. I disagree in the way of the scoring. I think you're going to see some points here, notably by the Raptors. I went over the team total. And as we covered before, Joe and I and Gabe, they missed a lot of open shots last game. Yeah. I think 9 of 29 was thrown out there, 31% on wide open looks. You're yeah. not going to have that tonight, and I think you're going to see uh, the Raptors step up here and score some points, and I think Philly will follow suit, and you'll have an over game. You'll probably get to 223,
1: 224. The, the team totals tonight, uh, Toronto Raptors right now, 10, 109 and a half. Minus 115, under 109 and a half, minus 125. Philadelphia 76ers, 107 and a half, under 107 and a half. All right, Prez. So uh, what, what do you make of this Boston and Columbus stuff? There's a lot of talk about uh, the Rat 2.0, the new Linsman, uh Brad uh, Marchant, and um, the little punch in the back of the head. I said it all day yesterday. Listen, on its surface, it's nothing. Who cares? There's a little punch in the back of the head. It is what it is. But, you know, on surface, they're calling everything whenever it's a head shot. And Marchand's the type of guy that's done so many freaking things in the past that he should be held accountable to a different uh, a different manner. Yet, I'm not crying that he wasn't suspended. I knew that he wouldn't be. So I, I kind of knew it would go this way. But I think Columbus played it well by keeping her mouth shut, actually. Not feeding the beast, getting into a war of words, and quite frankly, Boston are getting frustrated. They can't score. They can't beat Bobrovsky.
16: Yeah, listen, it was a love tap. I mean, this whole thing was so is so overplayed. I mean, he could have really clapped the guy in the head, uh, and he didn't. I mean, he just pushed him on his head. Please, I did. I did worse than that to two guys in my Tuesday D League hockey. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, from a betting perspective, I, I, this series has baffled me. We watched we watched Boston answer to Toronto all first round. Toronto would win a game, Boston would win the next. Uh, I really expected Boston to win game three. And I got to be honest with you, Gabe, I expect Boston to win game four, which is tonight. Uh, it's plus 105 money the last I looked. Uh, and I and I do think they put in three goals tonight, so I, I'm going to be taking the over as well. It's now five uh, instead of five and a half, and I'm also going to be laying uh, plus two hundred on Marchant scoring a goal tonight. Oh, um, I've I've been right two nights in a row uh, on that. I took uh, DeBrusque to score at plus two seventy five. Nice play. Tarasenko was plus two hundred and change last night. Uh, so yeah, I like I like Marchant to score tonight. I like the Bruins to win tonight, and I like the game to go over the total of five points.
1: Sharks and Abs. Before we get you out of here, Pres, we're with the Pres of WagerTalk.com. Check out WagerTalk for some great insight, analysis, videos, and I'm gonna tune in a little bit later on because I understand you guys bought Kelly in Vegas a new hat for the Kentucky Derby. She was excited about it on Twitter. She's like, "You got to see this massive hat I bought." I want to see this hat. Have you seen the hat uh, yet?
16: No. I, and I didn't even know about the hat. So I will be tuning in as well. Oh, now you just found out, out. Yeah.
1: You just found out you bought it for Because she said, I just bought the most ridiculous, biggest hat I could find in Vegas. And then she put in in caps, sort of in, in parentheses, uh, paid for by wager talk.
10: Yeah.
16: <laughs> so I bought her a hat. Uh, that's okay, Gabe. Uh, Kelly deserves it, that's for sure. She is the best in the game right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's earning her
1: fans. money, yeah, yeah. So, Sharks and Avs, what do you got?
16: Right now, I am on a, uh, I'm, I have a full-on man crush uh, with Nathan McKinnon. Uh, I think the Colorado ties the series you up. You know tonight.
1: what, crushes end. Love never ends well, bro.
16: Before, yeah, Divorce okay.
1: rates are high, Prez.
16: I, I'm one of them, brother.
1: <laughs> so you know that
16: yeah i like colorado tonight. i don't got no
1: crush i'm having a fling one night affair with the sharks type
16: yeah i'm having a one night affair with colorado tonight i hope mine ends better than yours
1: <laughs> probably probably will Considering my luck uh Who, who's wearing the better
2: towel uh,
16: oh my god lobster joe where have you been
2: what is going on, man? I'm I'm trying to now. I'm scrambling, looking for a towel here, Prez.
16: Dude, all I know is I'm I'm on a mission to get Lobster Joe to stick. Yeah, do it. Get your I, mission. Let's go. Need, everybody needs a nickname in this game, and uh, oh, it's sticking, that's...
1: Lobster Joe. I, I I I told I called Joe that yesterday. He's like, what?
2: You're yes.
16: in.
1: Got I said, in. Yeah, that's what the Prez calls you, Lobster now. Joe, because you're red. Yes. That's right.
16: But it's not only that he's red, it's that he's red with an orange and red background. <laughs> Sorry about my video today, guys. It looks a bit blurry. I'll I'll have it fixed next time I come on. Joe, what did you want to know, brother?
2: I just want to know are the Islanders
16: done? Of course they're done. No I think one team in history's come back from 0 and 3. Dude, it's and like, they win one. Dude, put put them in put them in a pan a, a, a pot of frying water. Watch them oh. sizzle and scream their way to death. Add some butter and eat. What do we call that, Lobster Joe?
2: Disgusted with the Islanders.
1: Yeah, I think they're gonna get swept too. I think at this point, yeah. it's just it's yep. all over. But the crying.
16: It, it, it's actually crazy because it's not like they've been outplayed. No. They yeah. just can't score. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, hockey's a cruel sport, man. It really is. That like you said, on Sunday there, they they dominated the game. Carolina scores two goals in 48 seconds, and a 48-second span to win the game.
16: They also hit six goalposts.
1: Yeah, last night, they were all over them. One too many yeah. passes. They're just they're overthinking things. They didn't get great goaltending last night either. Uh, that poke check, well, that's a Bush League move, bro. You know what I mean? I used to poke check people when I was a kid, and the coach would be like, you can't
16: do that. Like, when, when people get hey, good, you hey. can't do that. Hey, Gabe, it started to come back a little bit more. Fleury did it really well a few times in the first round. Uh,
1: I know. I know. I noticed that. You're right. They're getting cocky goals. <laughs> yeah,
16: remember it,
1: it, In our day, you remember, Prez, they told you, listen, you can't do that. Like, you know, that's like a, a, it's like a kid's move. You know, they know what's going to happen. So I saw Leonard do it. So I was like, what backhand. And I realized, I'm like, well, it's a hell of a lot easier when you went for the poke check and you left the net open. But nevertheless, <laughs> we got to get out of here, Prez. Good stuff. Thanks nice
16: for having me, boys.
1: WagerTalk.com. Great website. Check it out. All right, Paul. we got about a minute left. Great to have you in studio, Paul.
17: It's been great. Great to
1: see you. It's been too long. Hopefully, we can do it again. You're thinking about uh, mm. spending more time on the East Coast moving forward.
17: I am. I am. I won't be in Long Island, though. I can assure you. Uh, Amen. Stay away from that Buffalo Wild Wings, brother. You can come to me in Jersey.
1: <laughs> 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 Although, I think Hoboken and Weehawk is more happening in Long
17: Island. It's, it's pretty good.
1: It's, yeah, it's not bad there, actually. Yeah. A lot of, you, like, you like it. There's a lot of women in uh, lemon pants and stuff like that.
17: There's a, lot of, a lot of yoga pants in my you area. You know what? Joe. I troll the Lululeg. Outside the mall. I'm lurking. <laughs> <I, I'm learning. laughs>
1: we got the Giants and the Jets. Maybe we'll to go to one of the games. Um, all right, Joe. What do you got uh, here tonight? What do you get down on, buddy?
2: I'm going uh, all day uh, every day. I'm going uh, Toronto tonight. Give me the and i the one, one half. I'm going to go. Oh, God, I'm getting scared because
1: everybody loves the Raptors.
2: Mm.
1: May the winners be yours. Mm. Oh, Toronto gets it done. Yes. And uh, you know what? The Columbus Blue Jackets win tonight. So does Derek Paul.
17: You're on the over. I'm, I'm, I'm on the over, and I'm going with Pascal over 31 and a half. Points, rebounds, assists. He's 4-3 to that number to the
11: Wanna fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline Travel Hotline Now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. be published travel experts are here 24 7 to help 800-754-4531 800-754-4531 800-754-4531 that's 800-754-4531 do you have a problem hearing the television do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you then put on your tv ears TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. When you wear TV Ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207 That's 800-570-9631.
1: Joe, yesterday, and I I heard you, uh, you you were talking about this yesterday uh, with Dane, about, um, you know, when it comes to gambling, the game's not over until the game's over. (laughs) And when it comes to being a better, the day's not over until the day's over, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can lose the first couple of games and end up having a good day. You can win the first couple of, you know, and I have a, for some reason, like I lose my first bet of the night more often than not. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like the college football, I'll lose that 12 o'clock game. <laughs> like I'll yeah. go into the three 30 slate. Oh, yeah, I'm one and two. I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta, yeah. you know, we gotta get this and I'll get it going. And I'm very, I'm a good West coast better. I'm a good late night. I just sort of do as the day goes on, and I'll close strong. Yesterday, I go to the book and play Barcelona, a little soccer action. Mm. Barcelona, I figure Messi against Liverpool, love it. I even bet the future, so it wasn't all bad. I got a future ticket uh, at home now. Good play, yep, yeah, good yep. play. <laughs> so I get the game yesterday. Boom! Uh, put hundred bucks down on Barcelona minus one twenty, winner.
2: Three nine, I put, yeah.
1: I put fifty bucks on uh, over two and a half. Late, brilliant goal for Messi that the world's talking about. Winner. I'm up 150 bucks. I also put 150 bucks on Barcelona to advance. So now I'm up three nothing, and they play again next Tuesday. Um, So boom. I'm like, man, I basically just won 300 bucks this afternoon, and I'm like, and we're not even in. Like this is just the afternoon. I'm like, we're not even into the hockey or the basketball tonight, and I love this Nugget game to go over tonight. you're screwed yeah so of course i think oh i'm gonna i'm up 300 bucks and then boom then the islanders lose boom then the islander game goes over the number boom Mm -hmm. and i'm watching denver play and i realize that the ball's not going in joe like yeah dude like they literally missed i don't know how much you saw of it uh i know you got to get up real early there was a there was a stretch bro like the nuggets missed 10 straight three-point shots They were like five for 27 or something. Like, I got money on the over, and it was just so deflating, bro. I was just thinking back. It was just like eight hours ago that I was like, Mm -hmm. what a day this is going to be today. And instead, I'm like, this sucks.
2: You come to to look at that, too, because you're so used to losing, like, almost as if you make the bet purposely at 12 o'clock. Be like...